0: But I'm you can't
1: do saying. any marketing. You got banned from Chase. Yeah, yeah. So you got so you didn't get fired, but you got banned from your. So can you go to work?
0: I can go to work. I got banned from publicizing and editing the podcast at work. Oh yeah, yeah obviously, yeah. bro. You gotta. <laughs> I you gotta, gotta be a teller, out.
1: man. Yeah, man. But or see, yeah, are I'm you a I'm relationship a, I'm a, banker,
0: dude? Dude, the minute like I don't have a customer in front of me, I'm a, I'm a podcast editor. You just start. Uh, I'm you in, just the go in the studio. You know, just I just through, put boom. on my headphones. I'm like,
1: I'm focused. You know. And then when a customer comes, you're like, go away, I'm doing work.
0: No, no, a customer comes in, the laptop's done, this and that, but uh, yeah. How long are your shifts there? Like eight hours? Dude, so the thing is, I am part-time, so they're like four, four four and a half, five hours. Oh, it's not bad,
1: you just go up there, do your shit. Oh, 100%, dude, it's great. Because it's right by your house, too, the chase. It really is. That chase is right next to Tuesday morning, and like that Tuesday morning, you know the you know, if you turn that way, it's like uh, towards Tuesday morning, towards Chase. If you go down the street, that's where Amir and all of them live. Yeah. Well, if you keep going straight down that place, that was like a straightaway. It's towards Castle Hills. Bro, we so used I to Drag him. race over there. Oh wow! Uh, like we used to. Uh, one time it was uh, you if you guys met Abraham, you know Abraham. <laughs> no, Abraham. I don't know Abraham. Abraham? He was this guy. He was one of. He was friends with like a whole bunch of people from Carrollton, and he had a Mustang. And so Hadi would always want to race Abraham. He's always like, hey, bro, let's race, let's race. And I don't even know what car Hadi had. I think he might have had a Civic or he had like some shitty-ass car. Mm. And so what we did was, oh, you're not supposed to do this, but it was really late at night. And we just started drag racing. It was like a straightaway, like down where that chase is and right next to that Tuesday morning is the straight, straightaway towards Mm. Castle Hills. And we just go down there and drag race. We did that like like a couple years ago. And then you guys know Reza? uh a brother a Aga. oh yeah dad. yeah yeah so dude. they used to they he, I think they he, got cars
0: he got really big He's into the cars car now yeah
1: but back then he was also kind of in the cars and he had a car and we would just race up there and Bro, but that's yeah. like that's like an old ass carrollton memory that's probably like from back when uh this oh, back genius. when Hora, do you guys remember when Hor had like a Cadillac who used to have like a yeah. Cadillac before yeah. he had this car this it was old like uh she. golden yeah Hor's always in like like where has a Lincoln now? So I feel like he's like an old white lady trapped in like a Nancy guy's body. Like yeah,
0: he... no, I've been in his car, dude. The way he drives, I mean, it's very smooth, right? Very smooth. Like you feel like he was
1: a driver in a past like, life. Like
0: a perfect like uh, Nancy Carter. She was the original owner of my uh, Toyota Solera. and uh, dude, the way she drove the car and versus I drove the car, I drove.
1: Well, you like, drive like a, a, a kid, like a yeah, man, and she's I drive probably like, like a just chilling. And like
0: the way she drives a car is how her drives a car. He takes care of his car
1: and he is a driver. Dude, but you guys course. haven't been with her when he's actually like driving. Like when he like he it's literally like you know those videos of like Russia where yeah. people are like cutting in and out of the lane oh, and you yeah. think you're gonna die, or then there's no, like no, a no. bear going through and that's how it feels like when he's Hort's like driving. He's
0: like the baby driver.
1: Yeah. Bro. I never saw that movie, but yeah, you seen Baby like Driver. Me. You gotta see Baby Driver. That's what it's no, Kevin no, Spacey. Yeah, it keeps you mm. Baby Driver. Yeah, it keeps you on heels, dude. It's pretty good. I was go- That was the one where the guy is like, he's not a bad guy, but he just drives for bad guys. Yes, yeah, sir. I mean, he
0: got caught in a bad situation. Some it happens to all of us, okay? Just like me, okay? Not <laughs> what bad. happened to you. So, dude, I did. I got out the car. It was evasion, dude. I left. I went inside Rithy's house, actually. You ran back inside. Yeah, I, I ran back inside, dude. He oh knocked my Yeah, TJ Jones, he knocks the door. And then it he's dad, he opens the door. <laughs> I swear to God. He's like, Yes, sir, <laughs> officer, what can I do for you today? He's He's like, you're harboring uh, a fugitive, get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, he's like, I need the owner of uh, the vehicle, I need his friend. And I was like, oh shit, okay, (laughs) so I walk outside, I'm like, officer, officer, look, I'm right here, okay, I'm sorry, it's a misunderstanding, I I was just parking my car, I think you turned on some lights, I thought you saw something was wrong, or I don't know, I just walked inside, I'm just here at my friend's house. I'm doing no harm, okay? And then he's running my plates. He's running everything. He got my ID. He's got his backup
1: office. Where waiting was the his mom there? Was she freaking out?
0: Bro, no. It's like, dude, as long as you can't be freaking out in a situation like that. Hamza, you, know, you ran away. Like, I ran away, but that was because, you know, I was, that was like three months ago, Hamza. You know, but now. Oh, you're a
1: different person now? <laughs> 100%. No, like. Uh, a changed
0: man. I'm changed man. My attitude towards 12. Yeah, prison will do that to you. Prison <laughs> does that
1: to you. Hamza, like, okay, explain. So, for people listening, you were driving your car, a police officer flashed his lights at you, yeah. you waved at him, and then you <laughs> got out the car and ran away.
0: <laughs> so, let me, let me, uh, so, uh, me, me, and Rithy are getting back from Walmart essentially. Okay. And, uh, and this is three months ago. This is, uh, May. May, okay. Okay. So, we go to his house. I'm I'm going through Castle Hills. I'm just making a U-turn. Uh, right. I'm not going through his house, but we make the U turn and we see twelve on the other end. I see Officer TJ Jones, I'm like, yo, what's good? And, and who's th-
1: driving? You're were- I'm driving, yeah. I'm
0: trying to get to his house. He meets me on the other end, you know, at the intersection. Like right. when we make the U turn, right? So I see him and then we wave. I take the left, he makes a U turn I park at Ritti's. Ritti gets oh, out the car. Ritti's home. Shit. I... Park my car. I get out the car. Lights are on. I just walk inside Rithy's house. So okay,
1: so that makes it sound a lot yeah, better because what okay. I literally thought happened is like how you said you ran away. So I literally, it's like the officer like get on the ground, get, and I, you're just running away. You're <laughs> yeah. like on your little feet, just
0: no, brrr, no, no, away. yeah. So I set up the situation. So we go inside, and then the officer he rings the bell. He's like, "Yo, I need the I need the owner of this vehicle right here." TJ Jones. TJ Jones. Motherfucking Jones. Motherfucking Jones. Like straight up, dude. Like he didn't have to give me a ticket, but it was also we're giving TJ Jones
1: a lot of love on these
0: past couple episodes. Dude, no, honestly, you know why I see him at Target? Okay, you
2: you tell him why
0: he's at Target. You know why he's at Target? Target's shady. Target, some shady shit goes on at Target, dude. Some weird ass shit. You don't wanna be going at that Target Colony parking lot or that.
1: So avoid the Target in the colony. Hell yeah, dude!
0: Dude, I'm telling you, sex trafficking. At Target? I swear to God. Dude, that's the Target. That's the place, dude. All these Castle Hills, white women, they go there, they don't come back. I'm telling you, there's been next door posts, okay? And, dude, I went there. A few years You've back, been and dude, I've been yeah, I've been followed, and then dude, I've been approached at target. He just wanted all my info. He wanted to be my best friend. I'm like, what so the wait, hell? Wait, wait, wait. Who with, wants to be okay. friends with a, so a, a brown dude? So
1: some random guy came up to you. Yeah, <laughs> dude, he told me he worked for the
0: city, dude. He's a straight pimp. I'm telling you, he's got them
1: sunglasses. He got. Was he looking at you like up and down? He like checking your butt out and stuff. Bro, like... he was
0: checking me out, dude. He was like, Yo, I see you wearing that Zeke shirt. You go to them Cowboys games? Wow. Oh yeah, I need a friend. Oh, I'm <laughs> I like, need like that's straight dude. I was like. <laughs> A flashing light going off in my head, you know, hmm. that's like red and red flags, right? Yeah, because you gotta you watch talk out to a lot
1: of people, so I talk to a
0: lot of people, but dude, I'm not that open, you know what I mean? Right, like, yeah, bro, I'm, I'm trying to shop, you know, yeah, you're like, all right,
1: man, cool, and then you just, yeah, man, walking.
0: cool, but dude, this guy keeps talking. I mean, you gotta watch out too. I mean, was this
1: he? So was this guy by himself? He was just talking. He was to by himself. People?
0: That's the thing. That's what makes me, you know, mm. I'm lone wolf. Mm. So I mean, you—that's what the media you, calls him, right? He
1: gave you his card. What's the card say like? Uh, oh, he didn't give me a card. Oh, he gave yeah, me his okay. number. Oh, wow, he wanted yeah. my number
0: too. Wow. He was like, "No, nah, man, it's okay. You don't have to. It's okay. I know you don't trust strangers like that. It's okay. You don't have to give me your number." I was like, "Yeah, you, should bro, be like, yeah, yeah, you
1: shouldn't be giving your number out to random yeah, people, man. Either, man." So
0: you know. So I'm telling you, that Target—it's some sketch stuff. You shouldn't be going to Target without, like, you know. Because usually up you.
1: people think all the sketch shit happens at Walmart. People go to Target nah, to avoid Walmart. That's
0: what I'm saying. Well, Walmart's like, sketchy too now. Walmart's sketchy too. You I know? was just
1: at the Walmart by uh, they Huka got cops Hutt there. Yeah, they got
0: cops now because of El Paso. You know, that's yeah, what's up.
1: Yeah, yeah, That that makes sense yeah. probably. But I was just at the, I was just at the Walmart that y'all have like right here by Hookah yesterday, mm. and it's like nobody there. I think people are starting mm. to like. Very chill. Yeah. Mm. Bro, because all the time I've seen people in that Walmart, it's either Mexicans or Koreans. There's never any day I see people in there. Isn't that y'all's main Walmart?
0: Yeah, yeah no, there's another well, one. Though. I got to call anyone. Yeah. That one's a one, bit closer to me.
1: There's the one by Louisville, too. Like, if you go past, uh, like, uh, you know, Vista Ridge?
3: Yeah. If
1: you keep going all the way down Vista Ridge, there's that big Walmart. I've been to that one once. I went to that one back in the day when, like, uh, do you remember Salman used to live up here for a little bit? Salman. Salman. Uh, before he moved to Frisco, he used to live. Oh, Doctor uh, Tajimo. Yeah, yeah. He used to live at that. Uh, if you go all the way down, uh, Vista. Well, y'all call it Music City Mall now. But if oh, you go Oh, bro! Way,
0: I was there the other day. That's where I bro, get my. Bro, that place is
1: a fucking ghost town, man. Dude, it's Nobody a ghost town,
0: there. but I get my haircut there. You don't go to
1: Razors anymore?
0: No, I never went to Razors. I went to Razors, like, twice, and, dude, that dude, Jose, oh. dude, that mother, he never got me in. Wait time is two and a half hours. Bro, Every single you... time I go, he sticks me with a new guy, and he screws up my hair, and I still pay the fee. Oh, you know, so, like, what's the point damn, at that point? Yeah. I go to Richardson all the way. I wait for this cut. I don't get a cut. I'm pissed the hell off at Razors. How okay, would, don't bring Razors had... up again on this podcast. Bro, you don't like Razors? I don't dude? like Razors. Bro, they have, like, no, a No, and dance. then they move location they got big, then, I mean, like, their, their mouths got big, too, you it's know?
1: It's literally right next to it. Home. Bro, it's in the apparently
0: same he line. works on Wednesday mornings. I go there Wednesday morning, he's not there. He doesn't
1: work Wednesday morning. Well, what bro, the hell? The, Tell the, me that. The best, Dude, I
0: called this guy ahead of time.
1: Yeah, you have to text, and you got to be like, because he only does, like, Jose only does appointments now, so you have bro. to text him.
0: Bro, but I mean, like, I've been there for the last two years. I've been trying. I've been like maybe four, eight times. I
1: think, bro, he just like you it's just on have bad off. luck,
0: bro. I have very bad luck, dude. So, so, so where, I've never gotten a cut with Jose. I can't, like, you know. But I mean, like, I've never had it like. So where have you experience. been going to,
1: like Mario or like? Nah, bro. So I have
0: my own guy. Okay, this is actually a guy Papa recommended to me a little bit ago. Bro, do you Papa
1: and Wadby have the same barber? They got wait. Wadby's going to too? Wadby told me there was a guy in Plano. no Lino's. no no Plano's okay. too far, dude. Uh, Music City Mall. I told you yeah this bro region. so it
0: used to be jay kinlow now it's phasing blades dude my dude he bought out the shop
1: okay so you yeah. Go to him.
0: yeah yeah so he cleaned house he has brand new barbers and everything dude yeah so i've been going to him for like the last year and a half and uh-huh. he's been doing a solid job dude and like uh, me and him are like this dude uh yeah you can't think, cheat on your barber no nah, dude i mean that's weird dude
1: oh dude one time i went to this uh it was when I was in Virginia I really I was there for my cousin's wedding and I yeah. really needed a haircut but I didn't want them to touch my hair so I just had them do my beard and it was like these Asian people, they're these yeah. Vietnamese bro, ladies. Mm-hmm. no, no, no. They, they don't so use like, they don't use a straight edge. Bro, they they don't use don't a machine. How to do, they don't know they how don't how to do, do it. Anything. That's what
0: when you go to Expo here. They're not gonna touch it like that, bro. And
1: so we, uh, so this old, really old white guy was like telling these like these Vietnamese ladies don't speak English. Nah, that's true. And so this white guy was like, look at this. He's like showing her my. He's like, look at this. This is where you cut me. <laughs> you you scalped me. You scalp my skin. <laughs> and the lady's like, that's what you want. That's what you want. Yeah. And he goes, look, I'm bald. He goes, yeah, yeah, that's what you want. And, so, and like he, she couldn't tell that he was pissed and he wanted her to know how mad he was, but she didn't care. So he was just like, he just left. He's like, I'm never coming back. She's like, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. So I don't think she cared. But man, that that kind of freaked me out. Cause I was like, bro, if they did that to this guy's head, that's why every time I go to a barber shop, you have to find a guy who has a beard. That's like true. I'm not gonna try, and it has to be like a nice beard. Like mm-hmm. I went to Razors before Show's wedding, and Jose, same thing, same kind of shit. Uh, I didn't know Jose only did appointments, mm-hmm. so as soon as I walked – like I live in Arlington, bro. Like right, Razors right. from my house like 45 minutes. Yeah, so you so don't, don't like have, a, you don't got a closer. It's shot kind you of go like, all the
0: way to Razors for your cut,
1: bro. Like so, I went to this spot in Arlington. I'm not gonna tell. I'm not gonna say the guy's name because I don't want him to the spot to get blown up because a lot of people go there. But I went there, bro. And, like, in the beginning, they were appointment only, so I didn't want to mess with that. But there was this one guy, and he's a big guy. He's, like, a mm-hmm. huge bodybuilder. I call him Godzilla. He kind of looks like a oh my God. He's like a huge Mexican guy. And he's and he's lining me up, but he doesn't use any shaving cream. And it, like, fucking hurt, dude, because he's, like, digging into my face. Yeah. And obviously, he's a big guy. You don't want to sound like me. I was like, he's like, you're going to, like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to I would go home. I will be, like, cut up, man. So I'm... And he like skinned the side of my head, so I look like a thumb. Yeah. And so I was like, man, I'm not going there again. So, uh, there's another spot in Arlington I go to, but uh, I only go there for my beard. For my hair, I only go to Jose. Mm-hmm. But so anyway, so I went there. I was getting a haircut, and I'm in line, and Jose's like, bro, I can't get you. I'm uh, invite. I'm not invite. I'm appointment only. So in my mind, I'm like, goddamn. Because Jose has done this shit to me before, bro. Yeah, yeah. Every time I show up, his fat ass is either eating. Oh, bro, I'm about to go eat. Oh, I'm about to go eat. Oh, Mm -hmm. I just got done eating. Oh, let me get this. So he always has Uh, excuses. He always has his uh, excuses. So I'm just like, all right, bro. And it's like, it's a lose-lose situation. Like, I needed a haircut. Mm Because I'm going to a wedding. Like, I need to get a haircut. So I was just like, all right, I'll just go to whoever. So the other guy I was going to go to, that uh, Muslim guy, he wasn't there. So I'm like, shit. So I... and this is, like, my time's running out. I was like, fuck, I just need to find somebody. So Razors has, like, a, like they have a somewhat of a better system now. They have an iPad. Mm. And so you go on the yeah, iPad. You check you check in, you 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 yeah, yeah, you check in.
0: They text you now. Yeah, yeah. So I remember. See, I, I've been there recently. So I, but, dude, I've never gotten, like, you know, that kind of. So
1: I went to this new guy. And this dude, I knew he was going to mess me up. Because he didn't have, like, a be- He had, like, a beard with no mustache. Mm. And you can't trust a guy mm. with, like, a beard without a mustache. Yeah. It just gives me bad vibes. And he looked like he was a kid. And I was like, so it's like, you know, when you go to a new doctor, you so how long you've been practicing, how long you've been cutting hair? He goes, oh, this is my first week. I was like, bro, that happened to me right before. In my mind, I was like, oh, fuck my God. I was like, uh, okay, man, cool. And he got my beard. And like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, shit, he messed it up because he made this part too low. One part was too high. It was just off. It was just not good. And he's like, Alright, bro, if you ever want to come back, let me know. And in my mind I was like, Bro, I'm not gonna come to you. But like obviously you're like, Alright man, cool, whatever. And then yeah, yeah. after that you you have to like Marshall say I'm a hairy guy, my hair goes back, but I still hate waiting to grow my shit out before That's I can true. get it lined up again. That's why like this time I made sure I was like, Jose, your ass better be there, like mm-hmm. be there. And then he was there and then everything was good. But yeah, one bad haircut, bro, it can literally take your confidence from up here all the way down here that's true if you mess up it's like when girls have like shitty makeup Mm. but i guess like with a girl you can wash your face off and like you won't be able to notice it for us we have to live with that haircut for like at least a month or three weeks or however much it is so you gotta make sure bro a guy's relationship with his barber is a very like you gotta make sure you get the right one bro because it's not like an ex-girlfriend or like a girlfriend like With a girl, it's whatever. Like, she's not really going to do anything to your physical appearance. But, like, with a barber, he can literally make you or break you. Like, have y'all seen those YouTube videos where they bring guys' hairlines back? Oh, yeah. That shit is, like, amazing. Where they have, like, a guy whose hairlines, like, touching the back of his neck. And then they do some shit and then he looks like a normal-ass dude again. Yeah, dude. It's
2: crazy. I mean, there's something therapeutic about going to a barber, though. The whole, like, when they put the alcohol in there and the swab. And you kind of feel the chill effect. And then, I mean, it's something really nice.
1: It's, like, a good thing for a guy to do. Like, I used to get my hair cut at these, like, generic, like, great clips, super clips kind of places. And they're, like, you can't – you don't get the same effect, like, when you go to a barber shop. Because, like, over there, it's, like, there's guys hanging out. There's, like, sports on. People are just shooting the shit, just talking or whatever. Then you get, like, that feeling. You get a fade. You get your beard done. Like, you feel nice. Oh, shit.
2: Do you like talking to your barber? See, when I get my hair cut, I like being quiet. It it
1: depends, bro. Like, you got to –
2: I don't them. like small talk, or I like being in my own thoughts, like a moment to like, meditate, you know. Yeah, yeah, it
1: depends, bro. Like, you just got to play it by your Like, if you have a – a barber's just, like, a normal person. Like, so if you can tell that they want to talk a lot, then that's fine. They can speak, and then you can talk to them and shit. But if they don't want to talk to you, then you're just going to sound like – I mean, a I patient. try to never to talk talking.
2: to – I don't talk to mine.
1: Really? I feel like you kind of have to talk to it, uh, your barber somewhat because then it's just kind of weird. You're just quiet, and they're just –
2: they like talking to me though. They want to talk to me, but I'm I'm after a spawn. See, about-
1: that's that's the good that's good that your barber wants to talk to you because some of the times it's either like the guy wants to talk to his barber and the barber's like, oh my gosh, shut the hell up, like yeah. just like some. Because think about, it, they're at work. That's their job. Bro. Yeah. Like you're kind of like bothering. Oh, thanks, bro. I already got water, but thanks, bro. We got a hell of water for. Oh water. yeah, man. So, Hamza, Do you talk to your uh, your barber? That's what we were just. Bro, talking so about.
0: that's the thing. I got my cut uh, just recently, and dude, I brought out the podcast for them. Really? Dude, he's down. Holy shit. So he went, you know, what how many in?
1: people are you telling about this? Man? Dude,
0: I've been telling everybody about this. Dude, Dude everybody's listening everybody. to this already. Oh, it
1: hasn't come out yet. No one's, I'm, me Dude, and Aliyah Prince. There's are so old.
0: much hype behind this. I'm telling you, hey. Okay, yeah. we got merch. We got a whole website. We, we got memes. Merch? Dude, dude, we already got memes out of you, dude. We have memes. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do Naya-a-ni. stuff you said. Nunga, <laughs> <Nanga, Nanga, Naya-ni. laughs> Yeah, dude, my, it goes off on a tangent. That dude. was my
1: goal for this podcast. I wanted to get, like, at least... Because think about like, we have a pretty wide group of friends that we could you know who do you start interviewing first you interview the people you know and we have a yeah. lot of people that we could do because there's a lot of people with like really interesting stories man like
0: bro yeah so that's the thing so in the barbershop that's what my barber was saying my barber chris dude fades and blades i'm fades giving blades. him blades i'm giving him a shout out music
1: city mall fades and blades.
0: music city mall yes sir so thing is dude this dude my god Some of the talks he has with his other, you know, barbers, dude, they go so philosophical, so deep sometimes, or sometimes there's a shooting shit, too. exactly what we're doing. Well, that's how
1: it goes, man. You just got to remember what kind of, well, not remember, that's just how a conversation goes, bro. You can go from one end to the other to, like, another extreme, but I think it'll also depend on the people that we have on here. Oh, 100%.
0: and, dude, that's what I'm saying. It's very, very, dude. I told you, this guy, he, he, even he wants to be on the podcast. Because he has some stuff he wants to say. Well, his,
1: he probably just wants to promote his fucking shop. Be like, dude, hey, that too. Blade.
0: But, no, you know what he's been saying? Dude, he sees so many people throughout the shop. He sees kids to, like, old, old, you know, like, grown-ass people. Dude, essentially, he cuts hair for everybody. And then he gets everybody's point of view. He understands, dude. But he also sees the other side. You know, and this guy, he's met different types of people. He's met people from the Middle East and... Uh, he's been. He he was actually from Chicago. Then he um. moved to L.A. Then he moved here. So he's seen the demographic from Chicago, from the inner city gang violence. Right. To the Crips, all the way on the west coast.
1: So he's just seen gang violence from two places. Bro,
0: but like he's seen it all, you know what yeah. I mean? And then now he's seen the black community down here in Carrollton, Dallas. He's saying. Are there a lot of black people in Carrollton? Dude, it's kind of insane. Yeah, there are. Lucky. I'm like, I remember
1: that was like the thing. Like every time, like back in the day, when I, were, I would come to Carrollton, I would be able to count the black people on like one hand. Like you would never see any black people in Carrollton. Yeah, yeah, but see, now it's more. You see a like, lot of dark know, Indian people, but you never see any black that's people.
0: That's true. But you know where it's at right now, Frisco. Fris- There's a lot
1: of Indian people in Frisco. A bro. lot of Indian people. In a shit ton of Indian people in Frisco, because bro, that's where all the jobs are at. All dude, those jobs, tech jobs and, then, and dude, shit. now
0: they got the Patel brothers right there. You know, they oh got everything God, opening yeah. up, dude. In Frisco, bro,
1: Frisco, Plano. There's so many Indian people. They're Frisco McKinney and shit shit done. Capel yeah. is brown Capel, now. yeah. Capel. Bro, Carrollton has so many Korean people. Like, dude, yeah. that H Mart. They took K-mar, over. Yeah, man. whatever
0: you want to call it. Yeah, dude, that's insane. That whole block. H Mart. Mango got the Mango. Motar Mango. Gangcha. Yeah, Ranch Market. Dude, it's insane. And dude, the one store that doesn't want to leave, barbecue tonight in barbecue the middle tonight, yeah. of Koreatown.
1: Barbecue, dude. Eventually, they're gonna become it's gonna become Korean barbecue tonight. Dude, dude, I hope so. The, the moment that really happens, cool. I'm telling you, we gotta
0: come to, dude. We should approach this barbecue tonight guy and be like, yo, we gotta go Korean. Go for it. Make it hello, though. Oh, Korean my god. Ba- halal, Korean, Korean barbecue tonight. Amazing. dude. That's hitting so well right bro, now, bro. There, there was me.
1: a there, uh. My friends just went to L.A. and they told me there's a halal there Korean is. barbecue spot Yo, out I there. I saw that. Wait, where and then, yes, I LA? saw that, dude. Yeah. yeah it's What's, in, it uh, called, What's it called, though? I doing? don't know what it's called, but it's in L.A. and they said it's really good. Because there was a Molana that came to moment and he's half Korean and half Iranian. So oh, I asked oh. him, I was like, hey, bro, hey, man, do you know any halal Korean barbecue spots around here? And he goes, no. But there was one in LA, and everyone said it's really good. Wow, wow. Hello. Uh, yes, bro. Like imagine that, bro. Halal that's, Korean that's, barbecue. That's cool. No, because oh, I heard
0: there's one in uh, Dearborn, which isn't too far
1: out either. Either way, it's far from us, bro. I like far it's far far. like Bro, because I remember when we all everybody would go to Chicago for that Wingstop. Yeah. Bro, there needs to be a halal Wingstop here. What I about finger Pinkerton's is good, bro. I yeah. like Pinkerton's. You
2: wanna make, we may go. I mean, we're going down South Houston. Pinkerton's is like 45 minutes away from there.
1: Yo, who's driving to this? Uh, h- oh, hey, yeah. you, you guys going? are. No, uh, you guys are going to Mizan next week. I mean, not Misan. What do you call that place? Uh Camp Farage. Farage. Oh, Farage next week, right? I need to sign up. It's still, you haven't signed up yet? Open. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I remember what was talking about. That registration's been closed, bro. Like, it closed on, like, Sunday or something. On
2: Sunday? What the heck? Well, ma'am's, like, texting me. He's like, yo, are you coming or not? And I'm like, I'll ask come and see what he says.
0: Well, I'm supposed to come,
2: so you are coming. we Well, like, don't pay. See what happens. Like, see how far along you can get along. And you know, if they make you pay, you just pay. Bro, that's yeah, that's what, yeah, that, that's what I did. That, yeah, I yeah, did yeah. that in
1: 2017. Like me, it's like a yes, sir yeah. type of thing. You just show up. Yeah. Me, Sahura, and Horus showed up, and we literally were gonna be like, we're just gonna hang out for the night, and then we kept telling them, oh yeah, we'll go home, we'll go home, we'll go home. We'll go home. And then we ended up just staying there, and they made us pay the next day for the food and stuff. That's true. But, yeah, basically, we stayed there for a day for free, yeah. But, bro, you have to pay because, like, the people over there, they're not, like, judgy. But, like, everybody can kind of tell that you didn't pay because then you look like that guy who just came for free and stuff. Yeah. No, no,
0: because they don't give you the name tag, right?
1: Yeah, we didn't get any name (laughs) tags or anything.
0: Hey, that's what you do. You print out the name tags. Bro, and we
1: also kind of showed up, like, wearing T-shirts and shorts and, like, tank tops and shit because I – I kind of finessed Oh, so sour. you were ready. You yeah. were ready. I kind of finessed Sour and I was like, hey, uh, we're going to go to Austin.
3: Oh, so I told shit. them we were
1: going to go to Austin. And then uh, they're like, why are you taking this weird route? Wow. And I was like, oh, no, no, it's cool. I'm just going to say what's up to all these people and then leave. Yeah. And then we ended up staying there. For <laughs> and they ended
2: here. up having to pay, too.
1: <laughs> we ended up having to stay. No, I think I ended up paying for them. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We it's- got like a – because – because that year, the reason that happened is because Ali. Because Mo- that was the second year they did it. Mm. 2016 was the first year they did it. 2017 was the second year. Now it's like the fourth year that they've done it. So that year, they were still working out some issues. So one of the organizers was telling me like, yo, if you just show up there, you can just pay there. Because that was like the years they were really hardcore trying to push They're people to, to push go. It. And so I was like, look, man, I might not be able to go. He's like, no, no, just come, just come, just come. We'll take care of you. So I showed up and that's what happened. Everybody was looking at us like we were fucking retarded. Like we just showed up like, oh, you guys are going to pay for shit. Like, like, no, but that's what he told me. So eventually they worked it out. So it was, you guys should go. It It was fun.
0: One. yeah yeah no no so i'm definitely gonna tag along see how this we goes. missed
1: all the activities though we missed all that shit i think we didn't even end up going so we were just there literally no, just hanging no, you out you know
0: what? so last time we went dude they canceled everything because the weather because the rain yeah because the right rain I so i think they delayed or only the girls got the bonfire horse riding there was only for like 30 minutes 10 minutes because it rained in that morning a kayaking was delayed i mean what else was left at that point Y'all no do lighting. archery. Y'all do like archery. We did archery. We did get archery. We we shot the guns, uh, huh. but the guns that, and the guts, the guts, the guts, guts. We had a lot of guts,
1: bro. Uh, when we went, uh, bro, those
0: guts came in the mail, and my uncle was in town.
1: Oh he, damn! What did he think that no, was? No, no.
0: So problem is he was expecting a package. Oh, he, he opened that up, and he's like, "Oh
1: my god, what the hell?"
0: Exactly, exactly. you got
1: like, my glasses, right? Like, what the hell was this
0: Yeah, shit? so he he was totally tripped out.
1: I bet. So do you think it was real? Like there's literally like meat and like blood and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah,
0: because dude, that thing, I mean it's like a you can hold it like a human body. But Damn. it's only half the size. But you, you just you bought that spine. on Amazon? Yeah, Amazon, dude. Amazon's got everything. Whatever whatever whatever
1: you need. You need any other part? I yeah. got the guts. Can they human traffic people on Amazon? Or is that dude. only at Target?
0: That's only at Target. Exclusively at Target. Dude, we're chatting <laughs> on Target, Target right
1: now. Let's get a
0: Target sponsorship. Hank, uh, could you... Uh... Bro, how
1: can we get a Target sponsorship if we literally just said they're human traffic people at fucking Target? Yeah, yeah. And it's so... back to school, too, so now there's going to be hella people at Target. Hella people at like, Target right now. I bet you, like, whenever you human traffic... Like, have you ever seen Taken? Or Wanted, have you ever dude, seen? Yes, so that's
0: exactly what's is is like, going on. Yeah, they have like different taxes.
1: prices, and like you guys are in the midst of like where there's a lot of white people, so like a white five year old kid that probably goes for like what $50,000 or some shit, yeah, or like at least, at least, I and mean, especially if it's a girl because you know, there's like some sick guy out dude, there, do you know, why because like this adoption process,
0: girl. this everything, dude, you know how ex- how hard it is to get a kid, yeah. So, some people they go to the black market to find a kid.
1: So they go on, like, the dark web and buy kids? They go kids? on
0: the dark web and buy kids? Like, no. this Jeffrey Epstein dude. Why Why did he Did he kill himself? Oh, that guy was fucking those kids, though, man. He wasn't like... Dude, dude, no, but he knows everybody who's yeah. connected with the that, whole process. He could have given up so much. That
1: Jeffrey Epstein shit reminds me of uh, Jimmy Savile. There's another conspiracy theory. Have you heard of him, Jimmy Savile?
0: No, go for it. So
1: Jimmy's... This is going to blow your shit. So there's a... Uh, there's a documentary on YouTube called The Ninth Circle. Jimmy Savile. So what Jimmy Savile was? This is back in the '60s and '70s. He was in the UK. He was like a TV presenter. He was like, you know what Ryan Seacrest is today? Yeah, yeah. Like he's like he was like a host of like a whole bunch of uh, British TV shows and things like that. And he was really famous. He had like a show called Jim'll Fix It, where he'll br- he would bring kids up. And it was kind of like a Mister Rogers type show mixed with like a music variety kind of show, so he was really famous. Like Jimmy Savile was a famous fucking dude. Like kind of think of him like a Kevin Hart or a kind of like a Ryan Seacrest or like one of these famous a uh, Mario Lopez. Like, yeah, you know they yeah. host shows he's like a TV personality. Yeah, he's yeah, a team. yeah. But he's like somebody that everybody knew. Like your mom knew who Jimmy Savile was and shit. So Jimmy Savile, it turned out like when he died. They, find, they found out that he was one of the fucking worst, like, child, like, abusers ever. Like, he abused, like, over, like, uh, thousands of kids. And he was tight with the queen. He was tight with the prime ministers. He was tight with the politicians. And so what they're... Th- like
0: Kevin Spacey. No, bro. He was,
1: like, this Jeffrey Epstein fucking dude. And what they're thinking right. now, what they're thinking now is that this guy, the Jimmy Savile was supplying kids to the to the politicians, to the elite, to have them at their, like, sex parties or whatever. And so what he would do is he was, like, the trustee. He donated, like, so much fucking money to, like, kids' hospitals and children's charities and things like that. And then this guy, if you saw him, he looked like a fucking creep. Like, he had, like, really white hair he was clean-shaved. He dressed like a clown, like he was a weird motherfucker, man. Like he kind of reminds you of like uh you know the clown from It. He kind of looks like the clown from It except he does not have orange hair, but he was like that pasty white. He looked like a he looked like the younger version of the guy from Family Guy. You know Herbert the pervert from Family Guy? Imagine him like 30 years younger, and he he just looked like a fucking creep. And so anyways, this guy was on the, like, he was on the board of trustees, and he was uh, a part of all these medical, like, hospitals, and these hospitals would be for, like, abused kids or, like, retarded kids or, like, disabled kids, and he would, like, uh, that what a lot of people are saying is that he would supply those kids to the politicians, and he also probably, like, abused and raped, like, a lot of these fucking little kids that were, like, disabled So you got to be like a special piece of shit to like rape like retarded kids. Like that's fucking crazy. And so he was – and everybody knew this was going on. This is kind of like – it was like an open secret. Like people would make fun of him for it. Like they would be like, oh, yeah, Jimmy likes the little girls. Like like they would say shit like that. But now that they're – what they're saying is he was the one supplying the kids to the politicians and to all these other people. And so they have uh, this documentary on uh, YouTube called the Ninth Circle, where they talk about Jimmy Savile's life, and they talk about he had a boat, and they would. Uh, there was an island in like the British Isles. It's like some random ass like little island, like you know, in New York City they have islands in the lake and the middle of the bay and stuff. They they have just random islands that people own, and so he owned one of those islands. And what they said was he would take politicians and he would take kids out there to those islands and they would have like weird ass like wild sex parties or whatever the fuck and they would call those rides death rides because the kids wouldn't come back they would fucking kill those kids and leave them over there and so that is what that that jimmy savile shit was and it kind of opened your eyes because they've been there's been, like, people for years saying that, like, the higher up... This this is my weird fucking tinfoil hat, Alex Jones conspiracy theory shit. But, uh, like, I don't believe the earth is flat. That's retarded. But, like, <laughs> what a lot of people are saying is mm. that the higher up you get into politics and spheres of power and stuff like that, they all have dirt on each other. Mm. Like, they all have... Like, cause it's all backstabbing. You stab this guy's back to get on top. Oh, you eye. do this to do that. Exactly. And so they have, like, what's like, what's the craziest shit that you can think of that somebody could do? As in, like, murder? Like, what's like the worst piece of blackmail that you could have on somebody? Like, if I had this on somebody, it would ruin their life.
0: Yeah, shit. I mean, like, you can go really dark. Yeah, it's probably fucking
1: a kid. So, fucking a kid or, like, killing a kid or have anything to do with kids. Like, if you had that dirt on somebody that somebody fucked a kid, you could literally, like, ruin their whole life. And, because obviously, bro, that's a terrible thing to do. Like, do anything to a child. And so, what... A lot of people say happens in these parties like they'll invite people out to like these like political like parties and stuff. Mm. And then there'll be like a room or like somewhere where there's like kids like there's boys mm. and there's young girls and there everyone is doing stuff with those kids. And then they all photograph it and they all keep it as evidence to use against each other. Because look, if you have some dirt on me and I have some dirt on you, I'm not going to expose you. I'm not going to say anything bad about you. So that's what people are saying is happening with this Jeffrey Epstein shit. I'll leave you out. Yes. All right, man. He Tech killed dialogue. himself. He's yeah, he su. Yeah, no, he was suicided. Somebody killed him. Oh well,
2: yeah, the, the I read the just came out in the news. The coroner's report said that they confirmed that no, he died by hanging himself. He hung himself. Yeah.
1: Or did somebody hang yeah. him?
2: No, so it's funny because they said that the hyenoid bone bone right here, that it was broken in his body. And said that that's, you find that more often or not in a strangulation. But because he's old, I mean, if you're old, then when you hang yourself, there is a higher probability of that bone breaking. And so because of that, it caused a little bit of a controversy whether or not he was strangled or not. And apparently people heard shrieks. But no, but that's an unconfirmed Did he form. not have a
1: cellmate? Did he not have somebody? He didn't have
2: a yeah. cellmate. He's supposed to have a cellmate. But the warden, his cellmate was coming in, and then he apparently didn't make it to the transfer or whatever, and so instead of replacing his cellmate, they just let him be alone. And so normal oh, protocol, because they were gonna transfer a cellmate over to him, but whatever happened on their end, they couldn't do the transfer, delayed or whatever, whatever happened. So he then instead of giving a new cellmate, he was left without a cellmate, and now the the warden's replaced, the attorney general. This replaced reminds me, ward. have
1: y'all ever seen Game of Thrones? Did y'all ever watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that scene where it was like his wife? And she had, like, a friend that was a journalist or some shit, and she went to his cell all night to make sure he didn't kill himself. Then she fell asleep, and she wakes up, and the guy hung himself. You remember that?
2: you're talking about House of Cards yeah House of Cards yeah, not, not Game, Game of Thrones yeah I don't know why the fuck I season said season 3 of Thrones. House of yeah, Cards yeah, yeah. yeah that stuff was lit yeah, that was just
1: like that yeah it's the same <laughs> shit there's, just, <laughs> there's, less, there's less dragons and shit but yeah so you know what I meant like, like, like oh yeah I was so confident I was like bro you remember in Game of Thrones <laughs> they they had fucking killed themselves in Game of Thrones that <laughs> shit was wild
0: bro I mean I mean, House of Cards is Game of Thrones
2: actually How? did anybody kill themselves in Game of Thrones like out of all well no no Game but, of Thrones Thomas brought literally just like fell fell out the window I don't know I'm not
1: I'm not bro see
2: I never got in the yeah, game of thrones yeah, but what know. I did
1: was I watched like a lot of the compilations of the sex scenes and the <laughs> scenes. so I saw the guy <laughs> Joffrey or Jeffrey yeah. like I saw him die he got poisoned yeah and then I saw a little bit of the uh, the red wedding and then I saw this is like a while ago dude this is like before this shitty like last season or the oh, last yeah. season yeah, was like yeah. really shitty
0: you finished Game of Thrones?
1: No, dude. I watched like four. I watched the first episode and I was like, bro, when that guy was fucking his sister, I was like, bro, I can't get it this <laughs> I can't get Like, bro, he's probably literally Bancho. Like, he's literally fucking yeah, his sister. Yeah, yeah. Sure. No, you wrong. But, and then, like, they pushed that guy. What's that kid's name? Bren? They pushed him out the window and he fucking... Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> he fell.
2: Well, he ends up winning the hey. Game of Thrones. He ends up becoming Thanks, bro. king. Spoiler bro, alert. I was I mean, about it was, to he it. man. I mean, Who he what if I was going to survive the throne and <laughs> you, <laughs> you weren't going to watch <laughs> it? what
1: if I thought I was going to watch it, bro? Thanks, Ali. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> to get out of here, man. <laughs> the real <laughs> yeah, ending gotta hasn't came get him, out you yet, You got to cut him out, dude. The <laughs> real ending? <It's laughs> the books. Like 13 years? He hasn't dropped his last book yet. I remember there was like a big scare because this guy, like R. Martin, he's not in the best health, right? So they were thinking he was going to die. He's a pretty big guy. Have y'all seen him? Yeah, he's pretty hefty, dude. Yeah, so they're saying like speaking well, of
0: hefty, uh, your trash bags are amazing. We, use, we we use them all the time.
1: Hamba, you sound like a like a brand whore. Like no one is sponsoring us yet. Yeah, we don't have to say anything.
0: Yeah, but dude, like uh, one hefty, day, hefty, hefty, hefty. bro. Yeah, yeah, we gotta hefty, get that. Uh, we chasing that money. You know? So
1: Bronny was the guy, the the napkins people. They're the people with that big like buff guy on their their towels, right? Bronny. Bronny. Yeah, or like like
0: like like LeBron James. Bronny.
1: No, Bron. Oh. He's a pretty popular. Just because she has a pretty face does not mean she has a pretty eye. <laughs> bro, if you're LeBron James' kid, oh, yeah. think about how good you have it right now, man. Yeah, and you're good at
0: basketball. Oh, dude, bro. but see, you have all eyes on you. That's, that's the true. thing. So, like, this kid has... That was a good movie, pressure, too. You know? All, all eyes, eyes on, on
1: you. What what movie what was movie? that? All eyes on me. Oh, Tupac. Tupac. All eyes on oh, me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All eyes on me. That was a good movie. It was no, like- that's,
0: that's for your eyes only. Was it? Yes, it is, because that's what J. Cole dropped. For your eyes only.
1: No, all eyes on me was two. Tup- was it Tupac? Is it not? was definitely Tupac. One. All eyes on me is Tupac, and then they had another movie called Tupac Resurrection. I watched that in uh, seventh grade or eighth. No, I watched that in freshman year of high school because it was like a. Uh, it's like a documentary that they mixed parts of his life when he was alive and then like after he died. Are you heading out? No, I'll be back. Okay, Ted Guy Lee's coming back. Ted Guy Lee. But yeah, bro, I was getting back. To, fuck, we got derailed because I was talking about dragons and people having sex with kids. But yeah. anyways, so Jeffrey Epstein, they were saying he was kind of like a Jimmy Savile, but he had dirt on everybody. Bro, so I just
0: searched out this Jimmy Savile guy, dude. Apparently, he was knighted and everything, dude. Yeah, bro. He was, bro,
1: in. He was, he was in. like, bonds. he would like, hang out with the queen and shit. Yeah, bro. brother.
0: Like, what's going on? Bro, like,
1: there's like a So, this, is, this goes all the way. All the way. They're saying it went up all the way to like the parliament, to like politicians. And so now, once they. Bro, once they found out, like, everybody knew he was doing it. Yeah, 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 but but the case
0: came out after he died.
1: Yeah, so once it became public, so they... What's the point? They got rid of all his shit. Like, he used to have this, like, in the cemetery, he used to have this giant, like, mausoleum kind of uh, gravestone that was made and shit. They got rid of all that. They tore all that down. Now, it's... Like, bro, they Chris Benoit him. You remember Chris Benoit? No. Do you ever... You what, bro? So, Chris Benoit... Was this really famous wrestler? He wrestled for the WWE and WWF, and he called the Rabbit Wolverine. Like he wasn't that big of a guy. Like Max, I think he was probably not even six feet tall. He was probably like five ten, five eleven, and he was really big and muscular. But he was never like like in WWE and wrestling. The you have to be like huge. You got to be like six five, six three. You got to be the Rock. You got to be Triple H. You got to be Stone Cold to like make it back then. But well, you he got, was. You
0: got any uh, midgets in the WWE?
1: Yeah, you got, like, swaggle and shit, but no one is, like, like those little midgets and stuff like the, And then you have the little uh, tiny, uh, what do you call them, the mil mascaras, the little luchador people. But anyways, like, if you want to be the top guy in WWE, you got to be a pretty physically big dude. And Benoit was never that. He was a smaller wrestler, but he was really technical. Like, he wasn't, like, one of those people... Who would like just be really slow in the ring, do three or four moves, hit you with the elbow, and then you're done. No, he would work like a whole match. So it was like him. You remember Eddie Guerrero? It was like him, yeah, yeah, Eddie yeah. Guerrero, uh, Dean Malenko, and then Perry Saturn. They were all like these people from WCW in the 90s, and they weren't getting any respect over there, so they came over to WWF. So, anyways. Chris Benoit was really big into steroids. Like, if you saw him, he was really big into steroids. Mm. He was really intense. He was a really, like, aggressive guy. And he used to do this move called the diving headbutt, where he would literally get on the top rope, do, like, a full, like, spread eagle like this, and then put his head in the guy, like, and he would land it. And, like, obviously, you know, wrestling is, is, like, choreographed, so they try to minimize the risk and shit, but he still hit his head. So obviously think about it. Every day you're working. Every day you're on the road. Every day you're wrestling. Mm -hmm. That's more and more head trauma, more and more head trauma. On top of that, you combine that with, like, all the drugs he was taking. Like, he was probably taking steroids. He was probably doing coke. He was probably drinking a lot just to, like, minimize the pain and shit.
3: Right, And so
1: what happened was basically what happened to Chris Benoit is he killed his wife and kid, and then he killed himself. Wow. So he hung – like, he strangled his wife. And he strangled his kid. Then he left a uh, a suicide note basically where he was like, I'm sorry, like I couldn't control this, blah, blah, blah. And he hung himself and he killed himself. And so what happened was the day everybody found out that Chris Benoit died, they were just like, oh my God. Like, Because before this, like Eddie Guerrero had died, he had died of like a heart attack. And mm. so everyone thought the same shit happened to Chris Benoit or people were making up conspiracy theories. They're like, Oh, like, he got killed. Somebody broke into his house, killed his wife, killed his kid, killed him. And so what happened was the day after, like, Chris Benoit died, like, Monday Night Raw is, like, the big show for WWE. And so Vince McMahon, who's the owner of the WWE, came out and was like, you know, this is a tribute show for Chris Benoit. We're just going to play, like, tributes of – you know, Chris Benoit matches and all this kind of stuff. And they were kind of big up in him. They are like, okay, cool. Like, you know, he was like – they were giving him a tribute because he, he died. They thought something bad happened to him. Mm. And then it turned out that everybody found out that he killed his wife and kid. So they erased every memory of him. Like, he used to be on their website. He was like a multiple-time uh, WWE – no, no. He was a multiple-time champion. He he wrestled for like twenty years, and they just erased him. Like now, if you go on WWE.com's website, you can't even type in Chris Benoit. There's the only way you can find his matches are on YouTube. Like a lot of people were saying that he was a Hall of Fame caliber wrestler. Like he was really good, but now they erased him. So the same shit is gonna happen. To, the same shit is gonna happen to fucking Jeffrey Epstein and Jimmy Savile. Like you do some horrendous shit. They're going to find a way to get rid of you, like, erase you. Not, I'm not saying somebody fucking killed Chris Benoit. He was a piece of shit. He killed his family. But, like, what they'll do is they'll erase you, and they'll make it seem like you were never even there. No,
0: that's true. I mean, like, you don't want to be in the public eye anymore, you know? Yeah. They want to erase that image, kind of like how in Germany they don't even bring up Nazis, you know? It's
1: illegal, bro. If, it's you illegal. Do, if you do the Nazi salute or you do the goose walking where you have your feet like that, it's fucking illegal. Like they'll they'll arrest you for that shit. Man. Exactly. Exactly. What do you so? What do you feel about that, bro? Like, do you think like now, like now the big well the tech guy Ali he's more of the political kind of guy. He's back. So Ali or I'm the, like either one. Like, what do y'all think about like all these Confederate monuments and shit that they're tearing down? Do y'all feel like they should keep those up?
0: I mean, it's a part of history. You know, I mean, they have their symbol. They have their representation. It was uh. They're at one point, but to be honest with you, it's 2019. Hick, the hell is going on? I mean, do we really need symbols that have the N word on it all across uh, Blastered and in the South? I mean, are we still segregated today?
1: Bro, I don't think any of their symbols have, like, nigga on it. Like, I'm pretty sure
0: some it. do, though. That's the thing. I mean, I, I think it's in. It the, wouldn't say nigga. It's in, the, it's in the signage, dude. If anything, it, I it think would nigga's say Negro. in the Constitution, too. It's like, I'm pretty sure George Washington had one, and, like, Dude, it's in there. Bro, they
1: all had slaves, man. Like Thomas Jefferson, like Sally Heming, like he was fucking like his slaves. You know what I
0: mean? So I understand that at the time they had slaves, but we have slaves today. Yeah, in Libya they have slaves. They have slave... Bro,
1: you can watch a slave auction on fucking YouTube. They're selling people in Libya. Have y'all seen that? No. There's like slave... Like if you... If like... I'm gonna pull it up. Go on on YouTube right now and type in Libyan Slave Auction... 2019 they they're selling slaves in Libya cuz there's no government over there it's a failed state so they're just out here just selling slaves and shit like imagine that shit bro you could literally go on facebook live and like see like a recipe how to make a cake and like right next to it is just a guy selling another guy on well, that's crazy. facebook
2: live um i mean the thing is though the statue of liberty let's pretend it was like some racist symbol you know these confederate statues are in locations in like the middle of a square middle of a city middle of a park and they're in places like the statue of liberty is where you know you look up to those places you know what i mean it's like if we had the the charleston shooter be on like mount rushmore it's that's like what these kind of stands for however you're right hamza and there is a place for history those those monuments or at least parts should be somewhere else but there should be context like for example if there's a general out there who like had like 120 slaves and like fought the Union, mm. you know, protecting slavery, and you know, and they had this huge, you know, big uh, statue in the middle of a city, and it just, you know, it's it's made as a re- revering this person instead of you know calling them out on their crap, um, you know, and I think that that's where it needs to be. Is, you Dude, know. I
0: feel like to be honest with you, they just just had to relocate them, make a brand new museum, and just take all yeah, these put old them in a museum. statues and put them there. Whoever wants to see it, they can see history. Mm-hmm. They don't have to be there. You yeah. know what
1: I mean? Put them in a museum, yeah, because. My thing is like Look the South lost The Civil War yeah, So right. why do you have All these monuments To basically people That they're lost losers. And it's not even lost It's treason Yeah like You fought against The United they're States They're terrorists like that's, Yeah that's yeah. what that is bro Like you, like imagine like We want to put up Like a big ass picture Of I don't know Fucking Osama bin Laden Yeah like That's retarded Like why would you do that Right Oh I'm just getting A call from his mom always, She's probably dude, like always. Where are you at Where are you at hey, oh, man,
0: no. We man We got callers Calling into the podcast <laughs> Yeah man
1: They're like Shut up You yeah, talk man. too much
0: yeah but yeah
1: that's cause that's what I was saying like now like I don't know if there's any in Dallas like I don't think there's any like confederate monuments or any confederate kind of stuff in Dallas but I know like in other places in the south it's actually a big deal and like I get it like some people that is their heritage like you know you Mm. grew up as a like, I don't know what it means to be, like, a white guy from Texas mm. or a white guy from the South. But, like, a lot of people take that – like, conf- mm. like up until a couple years ago, that I used to see that flag a lot. Like, you still see the Confederate yeah. flag. I mean, on trucks?
2: Know, on the back of trucks? On
1: trucks. Like, I think one of my neighbors had it out. Like, my neighbor is, like, a 85-year-old black guy, and he had his wow. fucking, like, Confederate flag out wow. and shit. So, like, even here, people – like people see it as a symbol of like southern pride and yeah they do south and stuff you can still buy them at like uh they sell them at like i remember when i went to tennessee i went to like smoky mountains and they were selling them up there but i haven't seen any yet here that you used to find them at gas stations stuff there used to be like indian people selling like (laughs) confederate flag bumper stickers and shit so i think i think definitely now you don't see them as much but you still see yeah And like we grew up with that shit, so it's not that big a deal to me if I see a Confederate flag. But like, right. if I was black, I get it. Yeah, like I get why. You think
2: you, know, you think non-black people should should say the n-word, or do you think that's that's a black people thing?
1: I think not. I think anyone who's not white should be okay. If you're white, you should not say the n-word. But I have, been, I have been in situations where white people have said the N-word around black people. Yeah. And I felt uncomfortable because I was like, fuck, are you guys not going to say anything? You guys not going yeah. to say anything, though? <laughs> yeah. But they were cool with it. And now, like... Like, I don't know if y'all remember this. Do y'all remember that? uh It was like, a, I think it was either last year or two years ago where it was like a Kendrick Lamar mm. concert. Yeah. And he pulled that girl out. Yeah. And literally this the part of the song is just "yak yak 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 yeah. man, yeah. where you come on, my nigga. And like, obviously he she's going to sing the word and she's going to say, like, ah, ah, we got you. Ah, ah, yeah. Like, yeah. like, bro, like nowadays you got to realize, bro, it's been 30 years since like hip hop and stuff yeah. came out and rap. So a lot of these white people, that's their music that they just grew up listening yeah. to. And so that's what everybody I was everybody this, uh, says niggas. I mean, I J.
2: At- Cole has this, like, lyrics where he's like, you know, they just want you to see you pop a pill. And it's like, you know, they want to be you at the end of the day without being you. I mean, and so Bro, I think that has a you, lot to do with it.
1: it. It's like the most, like, crazy shit. Have you ever been to a frat party? Like, the frat guys are, like, in crazy. their minds... And in their politics, like the majority of them are pretty Republican, pretty racist. But they, they, you put fucking Mo Bamba on that song, no. like everybody just goes because they listen to rap music. Yeah, or, like yeah. everybody listens it, to rap. It's why yeah,
2: blackface is a thing. Like all these senators and whatnot, like they're old white men Republicans, but they dressed up black. It's because you yeah. know they like that. They 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 think it's cool, but, it's and, but
0: they hate, hate the black thing, you know. Yeah. But yeah. The, the the
1: thing is with like white people in like I know we we're, we're generalizing a lot. We should yes. probably have like a mm-hmm. white guy on here to like. From what I've seen, we will balance out the podcast, What I've seen is that if you're a white, like person from America, and you were born in America, you were raised in America, you're not from like Lithuania or Germany or anything. You essentially don't really have a culture. Like you don't have like what what do white people do? Their main culture is Christmas, yeah, Thanksgiving, yeah, New Year's, Easter. Like other than that, they don't have any real identity. Like Halloween. Halloween, yeah.
2: like. I think that's an only American thing. I don't think they do in Europe. Do they do
1: that in Europe? They do, like... So, Halloween is, like, supposed to be, like, All Saints Day. It's supposed to be, like, Mm. someone really... Like, November Uh 1st is All Saints Day. Mm. And so... But anyways, like, the white people, they don't have any, like, culture, so, like... Obviously, what are you going to gravitate? Like, bro, black people are fucking cool. Like, I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's just bro. black people are fucking cool. Like, Dana, what's up? It's just like, if you even go back to like rock and roll music and Elvis and all this shit, black people created all that yeah. shit. Like, yeah, like they, jazz, that's yeah, like jazz. Yeah, Chuck Berry, he influenced like Elvis. And like Elvis, like when he used to go on like uh, the Ed Sullivan show mm-hmm. and he would like dance a little bit. He would like twist his legs yeah. and shit. And he learned that shit from like black people, bro. Yeah. So like, I feel like in America... It's really fucked up, but it's kind of like black people had to deal with so much shit, like from slavery, from segregation, and all this shit. But somehow they influenced the culture so much.
0: They do. They are the American culture dude. That's what it is. They've been they've been ripped apart from their home. This is their home. So not only so American culture is identity of every single culture it's funny the only culture in america because you're gonna find every single person dude if i go to a coffee shop in korea you're gonna find white people there you're gonna Mm -hmm. find black people there no you're gonna find all koreans there i go to a coffee shop in the middle of dallas texas i'm gonna see white people black people korean people chinese people asian people brown people yeah there's more uh, less, my other brown, my 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 LGBTQ. Latino, my Latino friends. You're gonna see everybody, dude. Hey, tell on me about this Twitter. blind butcher dude. Yeah, bro, me
1: and blind butcher are cool, man. I don't want any, I don't want any problems with the blind. No, good. Hey, video. hey,
0: then, uh, can you uh, tell our uh, viewers about this blind butcher. So
1: blind butcha, Mammoth Rizvi. He's A.K.A. Blind butcha on Twitter. He's this really, ni- he's a really nice guy, bro. Like he's a really good dude. He's he's obviously he's blind. Yeah. And butcha means kid, so he's blind kid. And on YouTube, he's, like, he's, like, big in the Zadari and big in the Motham and stuff. So, like, the thing is, like, I get it that you're blind, bro. Like, that's your thing. You're blind or whatever. But do you have to bring it up every goddamn day? Like, literally every single one of his fucking tweets are just blind, 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 blind. Like, bro, okay, we get it. Like, you're blind,
0: dude. He can see Twitter? He, I, I he, what if he doesn't know what he's posting I, what if he doesn't realize he doesn't have to put him blind every single time you not realize this thing
1: no dude he's a smart guy he knows he's smart what he's guy. doing he uh but he—was like, he colorblind or something? No, he's like fucking blind, blind. Like, but how's he? T- well, I guess tweeting. if you're—I guess if you're blind, you're colorblind because you can't see shit. But yeah, yeah. He, no, you know. I'm sure he has like some. They have technology and shit. Uh, I'm sure he's—he maybe he has a ghostwriter, maybe he has somebody writing his to each one. Of them. Oh my god. But anyways, he's so in a drink. okay. So anyways, this guy—he's—he's he's one of my really good friends. He's a good dude. Uh, but so I was just like—he just brings up—he's blind every goddamn day. He's just like. Oh I'm bl- I remember one time I tweeted something about a girl or I tweeted uh, I tweeted something. No no, no, I, I responded to a tweet because somebody was saying that uh, something about girls and I was like, yeah, man, every time I see a girl with a pretty face on here then she says some shit that makes me feel bad. And it yeah. makes me feel awkward. I and then that. he and then he quote tweeted and he goes, Some of us can only see the soul. I was like, Oh my god, oh my shit god. the fuck. Like, like, bro, see. he's like, he's he too much. See. I'm like, oh, oh my god. god, we get it, bro. You're fucking blind, bro. We get so I just started having some fun with him. So I started trolling him. So I like I was like, Oh bro, are you blind? I had no idea, bro. Oh my god, that must be so hard. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. And then he he kind of like I don't think he ever understood I was trolling him, but I was I was just fucking with a Man, I wasn't trying to be a dick or anything. I was just messing with him. He's my friend. Oh, yeah. so it's like bad, exactly. like don't don't fucking put your business out there and shit. Like, bro, there's like that hadith from Imam Ali, Ali Al-Islam. It says hide your problems from people, mm. not because you're not, like if you're going through some shit, obviously tell somebody, please. If you have like mental no, issues or no, something's Always going on in like, get help. But also, you got to realize not everybody is your friend. That's true. Not everybody has your best interests at heart. Yeah, everybody's looking out for themselves, you know? If you tell somebody that you probably should not have told some shit about you, that shit will hurt, dog. And they'll use that against you. And, like, something – bro, Nuzzer is a very real thing, man. Like, Mm. people need to – people act like – Oh, I'm just wearing like this necklace. I'll be served from the, like no, bro, nazar is a really big it really thing. Is. And you got to be you always got to remember Allah, bro. Mashallah, alhamdulillah, subhanallah. You always got to remember it. But it's just not a good look, bro. It's kind of like you know when you break up with a girl and mm-hmm. then there's some guys who do this. I I don't know uh, just prescribe to this, but when you break up with a girl and then all you do is you shit on her on social media, you're like, "Man, that girl was a fucking bitch." She was, like, so, such a bitch to me. She did this. She did that. Or, like, you know those guys who post, like, nudes of, like, you know, revenge nudes? Exactly, yeah, That's yeah. such... Bro, that makes you look like a fucking bitch, dog. Like, why would you do that? Why See, would you Why would you ruin that girl's reputation? That's
0: blackmail. I mean, still, fucking a kid would be worse. Bro,
1: fucking a, like, fucking a kid, obviously, if you're an adult, is terrible, like... Anyone who is listening to this podcast should know that. But For also, if you do that to a like, if you're with the like, say Hamza, you have like a couple girlfriends. So say you broke it, or you break up with one of your girlfriends, and she was a real cunt to you that she did this, she did that to you, and you're like, man, I'm gonna yeah. get back at this bitch. And so what you do is you go on her, like somehow you have her Facebook account or her password or her Twitter or Instagram, or you go to your own Instagram. And you just start blasting her on social media, like man, fuck, and you say her name, man, she was a bitch, man, she was this. I'm gonna release her nudes. I'm gonna, dude, Mm. that's fucking illegal, bro. Like you can't do like, and like also that happens all the goddamn time, though. That makes you look so weak. It
0: really does, dude. Childish, if not, it it just you know you lose your high ground. If if you just you lose that's your one piece, you know, bro. Your
1: relationship should only be between you. That person and a lot. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, there's other people involved, like your parents, your friends, and that kind of stuff. But you don't need to tell everybody every goddamn thing. Like, oh, today, me and her fought. Oh, bro, she's such a bitch. Oh, you know, today, I wore, like, a jacket. She didn't like it. Fuck that. Con-. Like, why would you, like... If, you, if you're having, like, major problems in your relationship... Yeah, then you bring it up. Then like you the little speak, shit.
0: You don't have to put everything on display. You then
1: know? you speak to, like, a marriage counselor. You speak to an alim. You speak to your parents. You speak to somebody mm. outside of the situation so they kind of understand and they can kind of figure out what the hell is going on. Right. But if you're if you just keep broadcasting everything, or you're one of those people... Who are like, let's post everything on social media. Let's post all these pictures of my wife and us together. We're so happy. We're doing this. We're always we're out. We're doing this. We're doing that. Like
0: that's also a bad look too, bro. It really is. See, you want to be one of those
1: low key people who are making moves. Be but you low-key. don't always want to be in like, you know. Make your moves in silence, bro. Like exactly. And obviously I'm not saying that if you if you're going through some shit to don't get help. like bro... One of the best things that I've done is every time that I've had to, like, like, alhamdulillah, like, my life is really good. Like, I'm not really, I'm not, like, going through anything major. I'm not, like, dying or anything. Like, I'm not, I, say, I have, like, parents who love me. I have a good house. Like, but every now and again, you know, obviously you go through struggles in your life. Nice you are going studio. through. Yeah, oh, bro, this studio is, like, a big, 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 big blessing. Fuck, yes. can't even talk. But, yeah, like. Every time you go through some stuff, you're supposed to find somebody you can tell. Like if you don't have like like Mola even says, lucky is the man who has one or a couple genuine friends. Mm. Like if you have a couple people or like even just one person, bro, that you can just open up to be like, hey, bro, you know, this is some shit that's going on. Uh, I, can I just talk to you about it? Can I just open up to you? Can I just and I mean like you don't have to be a fucking faggot about it, but like you can still like just speak exactly and exactly you know get 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 friend. like
0: a third third person's opinion. Like
1: you, know? you you still have to be a man. Like there's manly ways to handle shit oh, as understand. opposed to like like obviously like as a as a man I have you emotions. got you got to
0: get something off your chest. Don't be a bitch about it.
1: Exactly, bro. If you got something to get off your chest, don't be a bitch about it because. Bro, that's the thing. So many guys don't have an outlet where they can Mm -hmm. speak their mind or where they can talk to another guy about it or they can just speak because they feel like they'll be looked down upon, they'll be weak. Bro, There's one of the the, the leading killers for men 18 to 34 in America is suicide, bro. Like, there's a lot of guys that fucking just kill. They just off themselves because they can't deal with this shit anymore. Bro, the... What's that shit from Dark Knight? It's always darkest before the dawn. Just because it's not good right now doesn't mean it's going to be like this forever. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, just it. because it's bad right now. Just because, you know, you broke up with that girl. Just because your parents are doing too hmm. well. Just because you're going through tough financial times. Just because your wife is like, you know... On your ass just because your kids aren't doing this It may feel like
0: it's forever It's temporary
1: It's, Bro, never make a permanent decision Out of a temporary feeling I think that's Imam Ali's No, no, Imam Ali's Al-Islam's thing is Never make a decision out of anger Or a promise out of happiness Like you need to have a clear mind And you need to have like a level head And obviously bro, look If you're going through some shit That's true realize it's okay to feel how you feel that's true it is okay bro like your whatever you're going through is your test allah tests people in multiple different ways like obviously it's not back in the day where fucking like you know it was fun is gonna come from the sky and like a serpent's gonna come out of a tree or like a stick or some shit like not some fucking crazy shit Not that I'm saying that's what that I'm waiting for happen Yeah, yeah, yeah bro yeah, I've been yeah. waiting for all these fucking like serpents to come out of sticks and shit and turn this printer and, and into and a goddamn Yeah, turn this printer into a goddamn golden goose nah, or some shit. I think but, we got some rats in the ceiling No, bro, we don't no, have, no, at this spot. Cake. We we don't have rats. Nah, no, I know. but just realize Allah tests you in different ways man and for a guy one of his big tests is in a relationship, bro. Like, for a guy, his test is going to be with a girl. It's, it's 100% going to be with a girl. Or, you know, whatever, like, financially he'll be tested. In your school you'll be tested. Like, why do you think some people, like, the most stressful time in your life is between 18 to 34? Mm-hmm. 18 to 34 is the time where you're transforming and you're becoming the man or the woman that you're supposed to be for the rest of your life, but it's not a fucking like, it's not a it, linear path. It's bro. not a straight path. It's, it's like not. a zigzag, if anything. It is, bro. And the and
0: it is ups and downs. You know, it's nothing you can control. Okay, it's not in your hands. It's like, dude, you plan something out and you're not there. Then I mean, like, dude, you're you're not gonna be happy with yourself, and then you're gonna throw yourself in that hole. If life is not something to be expected, it's something that happens on the way.
1: Yeah, but also you have to realize, bro, that you are still, like, you just showed me a movie, right? Exactly. There is a hero, there's a villain, there's a plot, there's a, you should be the hero of your own story, bro. Mm. Like, you, Allah helps those who help themselves. Now, obviously, if I just sit on my ass all fucking day and I'm just, like, crying and I'm praying, Allah, help me, Allah, 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 I'll feel a little better but it'll take so much time for me to get to that point Mm. but if i'm up if i'm going if i'm doing things if i'm accomplishing goals then you know everything falls into place it's like fortune favors the bold so if you're not willing to take risks to fuck up to make mistakes you're never going to get any better bro and then you're going to be around the same fucking like bro You've been out of high school for a couple years now. I'm sure you're like you still have people from Facebook on high school who peaked in high school.
0: I do. That was
1: that was the prime of their life. They were like 18 years old. They were the captain of the football team. They fucked the cheerleaders. Whatever that they had a few kids after high school. They started getting fat. They got stuck in a dead end Mm. job. Like that's their existence, Mm. bro. And you never want to be one of those people who is just existing. Exactly. You want to live your life. Dude, there are
0: 8 billion people just existing right now. What the hell are you doing, you know?
1: Bro, there's so many people who are just going through life to get through life. That's true. Like, you wake up in the morning. And I've been there, too, man. Like, there's times, like, where I've woken up, and I'm just like, fuck, I don't want to wake up. Yeah, it's like you're
0: just trying to pass time. It's just, it's a transitional period. Yeah, but then
1: you also got to realize, bro, that eventually one day you're going to wake up, you're going to be 40. Yeah. One day you're gonna wake like bro, I'm twenty-six now. I still remember when I was twenty one and I didn't think I was gonna be this old, bro. I thought cause some said, like I thought like for whatever reason I would not make it to twenty six I don't know. I wow. wasn't even wow. I don't know bro. I'm Is not that even, AGG mentality. Yeah, Bro, it's not even it's not even that I was doing any stupid shit like you when you're this young you don't think about the future. You no, think you the only way you think about the future it's just like, oh, man, some shit will happen to me eventually. Oh, that guy, he, he the only reason he he got that is because he was lucky. You know, yeah, oh, some yeah, shit yeah. must happen to him. Oh, he's lucky it wouldn't happen to what, No, why can't it happen to you? Why can't it be me? Why can't I be the guy who does all these things?
0: Because you got to be the guy making the money moves. Exactly. Baller.
1: You Baller. Know? Big balls. Why, Like, bro, obviously some shit has to happen, but if you're going down a good path, And Allah sees that you're putting in the time, you're putting the effort. You can't fail, bro. And even if you do fail, that's okay. You learn from that mistake and you learn from that shit. And I'm never going to repeat that again. If not, Mm. then did I fucking even learn anything? Exactly. Like, I'm not going to be in this same rut. Like, there's a... Wow, this podcast took a weirdly motivational. No, it's
0: okay because you know what? I feel like I was listening to the last podcast, and it takes us a second to throw ourselves in there, and then once we get in the natural flow of things, that's when the podcast is at its peak.
1: That's what it is, man. Like you're just because you talk. And you get motivated and you see people like Hamza, you're younger than me, but like you're doing so much shit. Like that lit that lights a fire under my ass mm. that I need to be out here doing mm. all the shit that you're doing, bro. Like you're in the stocks, you're fucking you have a nice job, Marshall, let's say like you're always working, you're always moving, you're yeah. always going always, always have doing. a grind
0: or hustle going on the yeah, side, man. you know. You gotta you gotta always, you know, keep something that keeps you moving forward, you know?
1: You gotta keep Doing, you gotta have a goal. You gotta have a vision. Cause there's so many, like, before, before probably 2017 or like the end of 20, yeah, 2017. I, I would say, 2017, 2018. I never was a big believer in the power of your own mind. I always mm. just thought, oh, that shit's gay. That's like some foo foo magic shit. Oh, like conceive, believe, achieve. Like, what the fuck is that? That doesn't no, that sense. doesn't work. But I started working a job. I was a uh, I was a pre-sales engineer, and I worked at this place called Thrive Benefit Solutions. It was out of Farmer's Branch, and what they was doing, it was selling insurance to people. And so, obviously, if you don't sell any fucking insurance, you're not going to make any goddamn money. Mm. And so, I'm sure as anyone who's listening to this who's done any sort of sales or sales job, like, it's fucking tough. Like, you call, like, especially because what we were doing, we were cold calling people. So, I would straight up call people... Out of the blue, hey, this is uh Honeywood Thrive Benefits, uh, Thrive Benefit, uh, what the fuck? It was like, hey Honey, th- uh, hey, this is Honey with Thrive Benefit Solutions. Uh, can I speak to whoever makes the final business decisions? And they'd be like, who the fucker Who's? What are, what are you talking about? Yeah, I just wanted to speak to whoever's in charge of uh, employee benefits, please. And like, I would get so many people hung, hanging up on me. I would get people telling me, go fuck myself. Uh, I'm gonna kill your family. Like, you wow. you deal with like a lot of shit. Oh, yeah. I
0: mean, dude, nobody likes a marketing call, you know? Yeah. Tell the marketers you're the first person I'm going to block, you know, in my phone.
1: Yeah, nobody likes that shit. But every now and again, like, you would speak. Like, we would have these long ass fucking, uh, just like, Excel sheets with, like, businesses we would target in the area. Like, my, like, somebody would get Frisco. Somebody would get Carrollton. Somebody would get Fort Worth. Somebody would get Grand Prairie. And we would all just call these people. And I would, we would have to make, like, uh, I think we'd have to make like 100 calls an hour, or like 80 calls an hour or something like this, 70 calls an hour. And we, out of those calls, you were expected to set at least a couple appointments where you would speak, where you would go up and like talk to a, uh, a business owner try to get like a sale. And so out of all that shit, you call 100 people, you maybe get four appointments. Out of those four appointments, maybe three of them cancels on you. Then you get one. So out of that 100 you get one meeting and you meet with that person and they might not even say yes. They might tell you to get the fuck out. That happened to me a couple times. We'd show up to the spot. This guy put his dogs on us. He was like, who the fuck mm. are these people? I was like, the bro, heck? you set a meeting with us. Like we would put in our Google calendar and everything. But better. So wow. all that shit wow. happens. That's wild. Totally. No, no. And listen, so all that shit is happening. What do you think is happening in your mind? You're going home every day. Your friends are making money. They're getting paychecks. They are getting. They have good jobs. They're getting paychecks every two weeks. They're getting paychecks. They're making money. You're going home every day. You're telling your parents. Uh, your, your mom's like, hey, did you get paid today? Uh, no, you know. Well, why not? Oh, you know, I didn't make a sale. Like, oh, and then you just see that look in their face. They're just like, oh, fuck. They're, like, disappointed. And back then, it was like when I had a girlfriend, uh, it was the same kind of shit. She would be like, uh, did you make a sale today? And I was like, no, I didn't. And like, obviously, she knew the work I was putting in. She knew the effort I was giving. Mm. But it was tough. And like, she needed to be positive for me. And she was. She helped me out a lot during that time. You know, like, but as a man, you feel like less than. You don't feel like you don't feel good enough because you're you're a no, man, bro. You're exactly. supposed to be the one you're paying so for shit. Is, able to do this you're you know? supposed to be the one that's supposed to be grinding you're supposed to be the one doing this shit mm. and like through that experience what i learned what i needed to change my mindset wow and so every time somebody would say no in the beginning i would take it so personally i would be like what the fuck did i do what the fuck and then you just got to start realizing, bro, you can't control what other people do. You can't control their emotions. You don't know the the situations or the circumstances you, you that happen. You have
0: to guide. You have to have yourself first, okay, before you think of others. Exactly. Okay, you have to take care of yourself.
1: Bro, and the thing is, like, you don't know what circumstances or what situations happened in their life. Maybe their wife broke up with them. Maybe they had a mm. shitty morning. Maybe their kids are sick. Maybe, Maybe whatever. So, you can't get caught up in why they said no. All you gotta realize is they said no, and then you move on to the next person. You move on to the next. And you start saying, like, in when I was when I was younger, when I was probably your age, around, like, in my early 20s, like, 21, 22 I used to have a lot of insecurities. I used to have a lot of negative self-talk about myself. I used mm. to think that I was less than. I wasn't worthy. I wasn't. And I had a lot of negative self-talk. And so in your mind, every day, if you keep, see, if you keep hearing like, man, I can't do this shit. I can't do this shit. I can't do this. I'm not good enough. Fuck. I can't do it. I can't. Like, what do you think is going to happen? That subconsciously, if in my subconscious, I think I cannot do something, I won't be able to do it. And then I'll keep thinking about it. It'll keep being a negative feedback loop. I think bad thoughts. I do the thing bad. Thus, that makes me think more bad thoughts. So it's a never-ending cycle. And then I just said, fuck this. I'm not going to think like that anymore. I'm yeah. not. And I, made, I had to make that decision in my own mind, and I had to be like, look, fuck, you're not gonna beat me, this shit is not gonna fucking beat me, and ever since that happened, it changed, like, I started making sales, I started doing good, I started feeling better, like, and that carried on into other aspects of my life, too, I, like, I felt like I was more confident, I carried myself a little bit different, I was growing into the man that I was supposed to be, and so that's, it's gonna happen in you, in, in to you two, I'm the, like, Every guy or every person has, like, this transformative, like, kind of experience mm. where they kind of go through some shit. Like, some shit is happening to them or something happens to them where they have had to deal with some shit. Makes sense. And then because that, once they go through that experience, <clears throat> oh, shit, I think I'm transforming right now. I can't hear my... Ooh. My voice is yeah, cracking, Yeah, yeah, I
0: know. I know what happens to the best of us, Hank.
1: Yeah, man, it's just because, fuck, I'm just so passionate about this shit. I've just been talking oh, about oh, it for a while. No,
0: I'm not going to lie to you. I was uh, stuck in a run maybe like three months ago. So, I mean, like, I've been through this shit, if anything. I, I feel like I have a grasp of what you're talking about, and I uh, know I feel you, you know? And... This is this is what it is. I mean, this is what it's come to. OK, uh, this is something new for me. And, you know, I'm actually really enjoying this. It's giving me new life. You know, it's uh something. It's well, I appreciate way. that, man. This they, podcast you... is a great way to like get everything out there. You know what? Anyway. Yeah, this
1: because po- the thing is, like, it's ultimately just two people having a conversation. Honestly, like, I'm talking to you. That's you're talking all it to is. Me. And we're just talking and we're just flowing. It's just, we're just talking naturally. It's flowing. There's no lulls in the conversation. Like Alhamdulillah, so far we have not had an awkward conversation yet. Oh, 100%. It's just been like, well, I've been talking a lot this damn podcast, but I feel like I just got started. Like I've just been saying so much kind of stuff. And this podcast was actually something that we had, I had thought about this for a long ass time. Like I had thought about this, but I was still stuck in that mentality where I was like, I can't do it i can't do it i can't uh, i can't we're here
0: we're in the studio we are live we're
1: in the studio and sometimes bro like
0: bro i'm thinking about getting a tattoo really yeah
1: What, what would you get
0: dude i haven't decided that's the thing but uh i want your opinion
1: where would you okay so my thing is you should get well, you probably shouldn't fucking listen to me. I have a finger I have a yeah, yeah, mustache yeah. on my finger. <laughs> Which but.
0: isn't too bad, but I mean like I wouldn't do a mustache. Yeah, yeah, don't don't do, change it up.
1: Don't do anything on neck, face or hands. Yeah, probably not cuz they're very you know? visible. You wear uh you you work at a respectable job. You wear like a long sleeve button-up shirt every day. Yeah. So anything from bicep upwards is good. You can get your mm-hmm. shoulder, your tricep, your back, your stomach uh just realize what I would say is get something that means a lot to you Mm. that has some sort of connotation or a context that when you look at it, you feel good about yourself. Makes sense. So do some time and research your tattoo, uh, artist and research uh, a shop and realize that cheap tattoos aren't good and good tattoos aren't cheap. So this is something like, for everything else you know where they see obviously it's not that big a deal it's not that bad it is a big deal
3: This is a
0: permanent job on you dude yeah so this is something you know i mean you're probably gonna live with for a little bit uh even if you want to get it covered over it's not as easy so i mean it is something i mean it's like a commitment you know so you want to make sure you get the right design whatever
1: and also you got to realize like this like you're saying this is something you don't want to cheap out on like think about it uh one of these tattoo artists i used to work wait but it's expensive i was looking 800 okay i would i wouldn't say 800 what 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 do you want do you want lettering do you no, want look a, i don't uh, want
0: like a sleeve or anything i'm just looking for like maybe like some on the side or uh i haven't decided that's the thing. I'm not too do sure. Do you
1: want, like, a portrait, or do you want, like, a picture? Like you know, what? yeah.
0: I've been thinking uh, maybe, like, a logo or something,
1: you know? A logo. Okay. I haven't said that. Like, what, like, you get, like, the Pepsi logo on you or some shit?
0: Yeah. Hank and Huncho.
1: Hank and Honcho. I wouldn't – I'm not like, I love this podcast, dude, but I wouldn't get a tattoo of this podcast yet. Hey, man. But what I what it'll I It'll be popping. Yeah, it'll be – Yeah. Yeah. Get, you should get uh, huncho Humza or something like that. Honcho like, Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, you, Anjo, or Anjani. get Rikishi get like a butt on you. Rikishi, I I, yeah,
0: Rikishi tattoo. Get,
1: well, don't say or like Kishi or something. Or you should get like uh, you know that uh, no, that you know what I emoji? Th- Should I would, get that tattoo. On yeah,
0: you. no, I was thinking like waves or something. You know,
1: wave. Like, are you talking about like off kids see ghosts like that album yeah. like that kind of shit? Yeah. So you want like a Japanese kind of traditional? Yeah, tattoo
0: yeah, that? like a Murakami type of uh, you know you know that ghost on that uh, cover actually. There's
1: a there's a guy in. Irving that I went to for this. It's uh, that tattoo shop is in Irving. It's by the Irving Mall. I forgot what the fuck that guy's name was. He did mine. He did my uh, mustache. But no, one of the guys at his shop did my mustache. But if you go into that shop, what they're known for is traditional Japanese work. Wow. Traditional Japanese. And it's really beautiful. And I don't think... I think max for that kind of stuff, you might have to spend like at least three hundred bucks. Oh, but but it'll be, that's a lot more. Nominal. it'll be less than eight hundred for sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: How much uh, that one cost you?
1: This, bro, I'm uh, I'm literally the poster child for cheap tattoos. This was like a hundred bucks. The one on my chest, uh, I got done for fifty. Wow. Uh, I've I haven't spent that much money on a tattoo, but I feel like my next tattoo is gonna be. I'm gonna get on my bicep. I'll probably mm-hmm. get it. Either if I do get it, it'll either be in the next week or so, next two weeks, right before Maharam, or I would get it after Maharam. Makes but, sense. Uh, uh, anybody has a tattoo that uh, yeah, that's pretty popping. There's a uh, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of guys in our community that are starting to get tatted now, which I like. Like I love, obviously, Sahur's chest piece. Oh, yeah. It's fucking big, and, like, it's out there. It's really good. Mm. I like Souris Chesapeake. No, that like, one's really good. I like uh, Horace, uh, Horaz, the little uh, eye. He has, like, the Nuzarbutki eye, and uh-huh. then he has something. I think it's, like, the eye of Fatima, or he has, like, some other kind of shit. His tattoo is cool. Uh, uh, the OG guy with the tattoos, though, in Dallas is Patel, fucking. And you can tell, oh, like, yeah. he, he did the S, the Superman shit on his chest by himself. Uh-huh. Uh, Shuji has some tats. Shuji's tattoos are kind of all over the place. It's like the. Obviously, he's his, his Sayed or S, so obviously he has to have the Yeah, Shuji, the OG he, Yeah, OG Anjo. He has the S tattoo. Uh, he has like some Japanese shit on his arm that says Gandu or something like that. Uh-huh. And then, uh, so he has a tattoo. I have a tattoo. Oh, that's
0: actually a pretty good
1: one. I have a tattoo. who has a tattoo. Sahura has a tattoo. Uh, who else has tattoos in Dallas? Uh Arsalan, Arsal has tattoos. He has uh like some religious writing on him. So I,
0: everybody has some religious.
1: Yeah, I think cuz I think honestly the religious thing means the most to you. Mm. You know what it means. Uh and also your parents can't get too mad cuz that's the thing like if you have like a girl's name or like I love you Jessica, like yeah. obviously your mom's going to beat then, you as like then, so Jessica yeah, on then, it. Then, then it's a little. Are they? Jessica on it. But, like, if you get something that means something to you where they can read, like, I, I have my chess piece. It says, uh, in Arabic, which means uh, sweeter than honey. And the reason I got this chess piece is because Muharram's coming up, obviously. So, uh, Shazada Qasim, who was the son of Imam Hassan al Islam, he was the brother of Imam Hussain al Aslam, And so, Shazada Qasim was not allowed to fight in Karbala, obviously mm. until uh Ashur.
0: Wait, you said sweeter than honey?
1: Yeah. Sweeter than honey. Sweet. And so
0: sweeter than honey.
1: Uh, yeah, that's I that's kinda it's kinda like a play on words yeah. too, but like I can't be sweeter than so that's yeah. kinda weird. And then uh so Imam Hussein wouldn't let him fight and Shazada qasim was like visibly upset. He was crying. He was like saying, Oh uncle, why won't you let me fight? And so this is like the night of uh, the night before Ashura. So Shamay Ashura where Imam Hussain is in the tent and all the all the companions are there and he's saying that you know if any of you wants to leave I'm not going to you know I'll show you your places in heaven and if any of you leave I won't think any less of you cuz alhamdulillah I have the greatest companions since my even better than my grandfather Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And so none of his companions leave. Nobody leaves the Chema. And then afterwards, it was like, OK, look, uh, maybe some of you are embarrassed that uh, your other friends or that I will think lower of you. Like, I will not think lower of you. You are still my brothers. You are st- you still came with me to Karbala. But I also realized that, you know, you might not want to give Shahada for me and for my religion. And so Mola Hussain puts he's like, When I put this candle out, anyone who wants to leave me, like without you us seeing and without anyone judging you, you can do that. And so he puts the he puts his hand over the candle and then the, it's all darkness and then he lights it up and he said, No one and no one left. And so he was really amazed by that and he was like, Bish I have the greatest companions even more than my grandfather Rasulullah and so after all this scene uh, he's telling everyone he's like okay you'll die this way okay you'll die this way okay this will happen this will happen and then when he gets to Shehzada uh Shehzada Kasim's ass he's like uncle you didn't say my name like how will I die you know he won't you won't say how I'll die and so Mullah Hussein asks Shehzada Qasim, he's like what does death mean to you like what what will dying for islam what will dying for our religion and for haq against battle? what will that mean to you and so he said uh uncle i feel that death is sweeter than honey mm-hmm. and i always thought that that was really profound because shazada kasim you know obviously The rabbi said he was a little bit older. He was a little bit younger. They say consensus. He's like 13, 14 years old. So he's like – he's a kid. He's a teenager, bro. He's like – he's going in – if he was here, he's going into high school. You know, he's probably like going into high school, starting his life. You know, you're still – you're still like – you're not a a man yet. You're a boy. And ever since then, like ever since I was a little kid, I always found that that was so profound that he was willing to just die – and give his life and everything that he had for Islam. And I always thought that was really powerful. And so that's that's how you should feel about death, bro. It's sweeter than honey, man. Because this world is only temporary, bro. Mm. This this world is only trials and bala and tribulations for the believer, man. So if you can just remind that death is here, death is inevitable. Like that's the saying of Mola Liles. I'm like, remember that death is near. Remember your death. When people get too highly or too worldly or too big, they get big-headed. They start thinking they're the huncho, like big, mm. big dog. They're big dick and stuff. You gotta tell them, like, hey, bro, remember your death, man. Stay humble. That's true. And so that's why I have this tattoo. And I, I always like I you look stay down, down to on Earth's it. Man. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be grounded, man. You gotta be humble, bro. And then you always you just gotta realize, bro, that like all the stuff that you're going through and all the stuff. That is happening in your life is happening for a purpose. It's happening for a reason. There is like Allah doesn't make any mistakes, man. Like no, like there's like a saying that people say, like, oh, you think your problems are so big and God is so small. Like, bro, Allah is the one who does all this. And he tests the believer, bro. Like a couple months back, I was literally thinking, I was like, bro, Alhamdulillah, man, my life is going so good. I'm not oh fuck I'm,
0: it's okay. It's okay. It happens to the best of us.
1: Yeah, man. I was like, Alhamdulillah, like my life. Oh, I this whole damn mic. Up. It's okay, oh, no. It's it's that's good. good. I was like, man, Alhamdulillah, my life is going so well. I'm doing all this shit. I'm accomplishing my goals. And yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, all right, you know, you're doing good. Now Allah's like, all right, remember, you got to stay a little bit more humble. You got to come back towards me. And how does Allah do that? He tests the believer through trials, bro. Like
0: it's like self-correction,
1: you know, bro. Iron sharpens iron man trials test the believer, bro. And then you got to realize that, you know, you're a piece of gold. You just have to be molded the right way. How do you mold gold? You use, you use pressure, you use heat, you use force, you pound it. Mm. So there's a lot of shit that goes into making you a finished product. And you're not a finished product yet, bro. You're 21 years old. I'm 26 years old. I don't. We don't become men until we're thirty-three. You don't become a you don't, and then you don't fully mature as a man until forty. Yeah. So we still have some time, bro. Like a little bit. Yeah, we still got some time, man. But I think so. I don't, can't piss
0: away the twenties, though.
1: You can, bro. This is such an important part of your life, man. This, if you the twenties are your times where you can fuck up and it's okay. Mm. Like, I've, like, I've, obviously I've fucked up in my life and, like, but I've learned from that shit and then I'm using that to better myself. But, like, you got to realize, man, that sometimes the day-to-day shit is just hard, bro. Like, sometimes. Sometimes it
0: gets to you, but you know what? you got to look at the other side. I mean, like, if I change up my life, if I do something new, I mean, would my life be better? In a way, I mean, you have to look at the alternative, you know, Uh, look at what you're doing versus what you could be doing, you know.
1: That's true, man, because the thing is, like, it's a quote from Bruce Lee. He goes, you got to be water because look, think about it. Water can flow or water can crash. Water can take the shape of anything you put in you put water in a cup. It becomes the cup. You put water in a teapot. It becomes the teapot. Mm. You never want to be like stagnant water. What always got to keep flowing, man? Because if you're flowing, and if there's motion, and if there's commotion, and if there's ideas, and if there's things going on, every you always have that hope that it's gonna be better. That's the one thing that Allah put in us that's kind of good and bad is hope. Because sometimes you start hoping for the wrong shit to happen. Sometimes you're just like, fuck, man. Like, like think about it. Sometimes like you
0: veer to the wrong side.
1: Bro, like, think about it. Like, if you're with, uh, like, for example, you're with a girl, like, and you break up with that girl. You have the weird hope that maybe she'll come back. Maybe she'll text me back. Maybe I'll get back with her. Maybe we can do this. Maybe... That's not a good hope to have, bro. Nah. When Whenever, there's a reason a relationship doesn't work out. There's a reason you didn't end up with that person. There's a reason you're doing this, that we're doing this on a Friday afternoon there's a re like everything in the universe has a reason and there's a rhyme for everything but we just don't know what it is oh yeah if
0: it's gonna happen it's gonna happen you know
1: if it's gonna happen it's gonna happen but also you gotta realize you gotta kind of make it happen you can't just be
0: you can't be waiting for it opportunities aren't gonna just present themselves you gotta be chasing it you gotta but i mean like you don't want to be inserting yourself in the wrong opportunities you gotta be chasing the right opportunity
1: well i think even if you do end up inserting yourself in the wrong opportunities. It's still a lesson learned.
0: Oh yeah. It's a lesson learned.
1: And you can actually be like, okay, I went through this shit. Now it's like, bro, I used to, I used to trip over things. I don't even stumble on anymore. Like you, if you look at the person you were three years ago, you look at the person you were two years ago. Hell, you look at the person you were a year ago that you've changed so much Mm. people. And if you're not changing every day, if you're not trying to learn something new, if you're not trying to busy yourself in shit, then you're not going to be able to... You're not going to progress, Dude, bro. you're not
0: growing as a person at that point. You've kind of just taken a pause. You know, you can just chill, wait it out, whatever you're doing you're, in life. But I mean, like, you're not going to hit that goal just by sitting.
1: You're not going to progress, bro. And then comparison is uh, the thief of joy. I don't know who said that, but that's a really powerful thing because... If you're, like, Hamza, I don't know what's going on in your head. You don't know what's going on in my head besides, like, Intergalactic matandaris and other no, shit that I share true. with you. But, No, dude, i think like,
0: don't... you're a very well-rested person. Uh, it's, it's the same as me. Dude, I think I finally quit CVS today.
1: You think? You think you're quitting CVS? No,
0: I think, I mean, like, so I haven't went in and worked for more than two months. I think. Right. I, I think it's about that time.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like... I think I'm done. The writing's on the wall. Like, the... The drugs are on the wall at this yeah, point. It's yeah. like you might as well. But see,
0: just... you know what? Honestly, I had a good run. It is what it is. I mean You learned a lot, bro. I learned a lot in the pharmacy and I think it's time to move on. You probably on. stole
1: a lot of Xanax and Lean and Hydrocodones and all that kind of shit yeah no, i didn't do that oh dude you can't be doing the don't. no no C V S he did, kidding, not, do CVS, did not do anything if anyone listening to this podcast
0: no no drug diversion it's a very important uh topic they go over in the cvs training uh so yeah yeah. No, big up cvs important. training just so nah, you know he's on always on your ass dude lp loss prevention dude they come in cvs they they clean house oh dude are like oh you your, your off and then, bro exactly so it's very tough to steal anything in the Bro, season. have
1: you uh have you ever been to like Kohl's or Ross and you see that fucking guy who's like too small for the uniform, like the uniform's like three sizes too big, and it's like, how did you get this job as a fucking security guard? And they're always eyeing you down. They're like, evening, you guys doing okay? You guys doing? I'm like, bro, yeah, if you sir. don't fucking as get mall the fuck security out of here. For you.
0: Yes, sir. As dude, as you guys, bro, lot security. mall
1: security is so funny because they like, it's always like some. Bro, you know what I compare mall security guards to? Do you guys? Do you remember those kids from ROTC? Like those weird oh my g- Like those fucking my weird God. kids. No, I see it now. Who are overly into Oh, my God. No, it's like those
0: ROTC kids meet Observe and Report. You remember that movie? Yes,
1: Observe and Report. <laughs> Fuck, that movie was so funny. That movie came out when the other mall cop, Paul Blart, Paul Blart came Blart. out. Yeah, yeah. But and, it was like
0: the dirty version.
1: And Paul Blart, yeah, was like the family-friendly one. And then yeah. the Observe and Report was like the dirtier one. But it's yeah. Seth Rogen, dude. He goes all out. Bro, but yeah, that's how those kids are. Like, they start off in ROTC, and they're always the kids who are really into the military. Like, those kids are always... Those kids and, like, homeschool kids. Have you ever been around a group of homeschool kids? It's the weirdest fucking thing ever, bro. Homeschool kids, they hang out all day with their parents. And, like, I feel like as a kid... You gotta have interaction with other kinds of kids, hundred percent. Or else you're kind of weirded out, bro. Yet. Like I remember when I was working. It's like you're the, antisocial at that point, bro. You're not even antisocial. You just learn because you've never had interaction with other people. You've interacted with older people, so your humor, your sensibilities, your mannerisms are like a fucking forty-year-old guy. Exactly. Like I remember, so you
0: may be well-mannered, but I mean, like, but you're just you're, you're off. a kid. You gotta act like a kid.
1: You gotta act like a kid, bro. You gotta pick your nose and fart and <laughs> make noises like that, and like. I don't know. You just got to run around and be stupid and, like, especially as, like, as a boy, you got to run around and be stupid oh, and, like, yeah. break some shit and jump off of some shit and, like, pee on something. Yeah, like, break
0: something. Always. Bro,
1: like, I remember when I was uh, when I was a professional kid toucher when I used to work at ASI. Oh, I was yes. Like, uh, bro, I love this position. Yeah, I, I was, uh, when I was working over there, we would do, like, these things called homeschool open gym where you would come out and there would be like a shit ton of kids Mm. and you just basically let them play in the gym uh for two three hours and then they had to go home and so what we would do is we would get like all the kids together and they were homeschool kids so they were different kids from like homeschool like obviously from their houses but they somehow knew each other because a lot of these homeschool kids go to the same church and like a lot of christian people homeschool their kids and shit and like that's cool you know i'm whatever relationship you want to have with jesus that's cool with me but like it's just like why did, why are your kids so fucking weird man like those kids are strange they look like and they act like the kids from like horror movies oh yeah where they're like and they're really they're usually like really pale and really white and really like very quiet you know they have, quiet, know, they have their own but the thing they is, have their
0: own click uh click is that what it is Yeah. they have their own niche you know uh, people i mean they have their own cult if anything yeah, people homeschool
1: kids are like a cult. Homeschool yeah, kids, vegans and uh, anti-vax people—they're yes, all in the same. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I bet you a lot of those parents don't vaccinate their kids. That's probably why they're so sickly looking. They look like they have fucking gangrene and shit.
0: Yeah,
1: but, yeah. But was like once you got those kids to open up, and like be kids, like they act like fucking kids, but they're just there's just something off about them. Where'd you meet these kids? So, I, I met him at work. So oh, at ASI? I, yeah, yeah, when we would do the gyms. And, like, you would make, like, like apparently, like, butt is not a good word to say to kids. I was like, oh, don't fall on your butt. And, like, you know, I make, like, you just make fart noises. Like, you just talk stupid. Like, like I'm good with kids, man. So, you yeah, just got yeah. to talk about, like, for boys and, like, little girls, you got to talk about boogers, farts, burps. Uh, uh, you just gotta be funny, and then kids like respond to that shit. They're like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. They fucking love it. And so you would say that, like, I was like, "Oh, don't get off, get off your butt, get off your butt." Like I would just say "butt," and I remember I had a mom come up to me, and this is after like her kids were at like dying, they're fucking like laughing and shit, and like her mom, his mom came up to me and she was like, right, "Can I have a word with you?" Oh my god! And I was like, "Oh fuck, what does this bitch want?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, what's going on?" And then she was like. I don't appreciate uh, your language. And I was like, don't you
0: be saying but to my children? And I was oh like,
1: uh, Well, I'm trying to speak English. Your kids know English. Like I was trying to make a joke <laughs> out of that. I was like, Well, I know English. I can speak Spanish if you want. And she was like, That's cute. That's not what I mean. I meant, uh, You use words that I don't think are appropriate. Uh-huh. And I would like you to apologize to my children. And I was like, so you want me? Cause at this point, like I was, I wasn't mad. Like I got where she was coming from.
0: Yeah, yeah. But yeah.
1: I was just like, bitch. Like, do I come to your job and like fucking harass you? Like, yeah, right? like this is where I work. Like, bro, I'm not making that much money. I'm making like eleven bucks yeah, an bro, hour. Yeah, bro, like,
0: you're on like minimum wage. I'm just, you're just fucking, trying to get there. You're I'm just trying to get job. through the day, man. Like, exactly. I'm, I'm just trying to go back to
1: UTA. Did anybody get
0: hurt? Out. I mean, like. uh Besides the words, I mean, physically. Yeah, emotional. Okay, they were scarred for life, They were scarred for life. But, kids. dude, they hear that word on TV 24-7, dude.
1: They probably don't, bro. They probably are only allowed to watch, like, TV and, like, Christian broadcasts. Oh, and they're going to watch veggie tales and like,
0: shit. Like uh, that Joe Osteen guy.
1: Bro, that motherfucker. Oh, okay. oh, we're going to get off track, but we can start talking about him, too, later. But So, I was like, so I just started making a joke I was Like, all right, you know going to say, but? I'm just going to keep saying but. but I was but, like, but... Uh, so you don't want me to say but. So how else do you think I should refer to a show? Should I call it booty, rump, rotisserie, tush, uh, tush us, fanny, can't. And apparently that was too much for her and she just ran out. Oh, and yeah. she left. And I was like, what the fuck?" like, bro- If I say butt to your child, that's not going to scar them for life. If they go outside to a fucking Walmart and they see some fat-ass lady in a onesie on one of those little scooters and be like, get the fuck out of the way. Get the fuck out of the way, you little pussy. Like, obviously, like, the world, like, I get it. You're trying to protect your kids, but also you got to be realistic. like, No, no, you got
0: to look at your extents. Look at where you're at. You're not at some Walmart. You're at the gym, okay?
1: Bro, if I said butt or poop or fart, like... I'm not trying to, like, be... Well, I am trying to be gross because kids like it, but yeah. I, it's not like I'm saying fuck or cock or damn it or bitch. I'm yeah, like, I'm not yeah. cussing.
0: That, that would have been bad, you know?
1: Bro, this kid... Oh, my God, I have so many... Dude, have you done anything fireable at work? Bro, I've done... Oh, my God, I did so much fireable shit at work. So what we did was we had this... uh so what we would do is uh, we had this uh, – we started, like, a kid's fight club. At Holy it. <laughs> shit. And so what Holy we would do, so what we would do is – like we kid's had, fight club? Yeah, yeah. What we would do is we had, like, this pit. And the pit is, like – it has, like, foam blocks in it. So you jump in and it's, like, fun to play with and stuff. But on top of the pit, what we would do is we would put in a balance beam. And then we would make – the we would have two kids. It would, this was during summer camp. We had, like – every camp shift was like six hours from the morning to the evening then to the evening to the night it was six hours long like one shift was like 7 a.m to two and one was like uh one to seven so like uh six hours in between and so what we would do is we had this giant thing of pit blocks and on top of the pit we would put this balance beam and on top of the balance beam we would give these two kids we would get two kids on there and we would give them pool noodles and we would tell them to fight each other. Whoever falls off loses. And so that's not that bad. It doesn't sound bad. But some of these kids would fuck these other kids up. Like I remember one time we we used to. we And then we would bet like coaches on the side. We would bet on like what kid we wanted to win and shit. And so we had this one fucking kid. Because girls mature a lot faster than boys physically. So if you, oh, have, like, yeah. if you have like an 11-year-old girl. She's basically a woman at that mm. point. She's like big and tall. And so we had these two 11-year-old girls go at it, and they fucked each other up, bro. Like, it was literally supposed to be, like, Holy tapping shit. and shit. They fucking – bled, like, they had, like, bloody noses, and, like, it was crazy. And all the kids were like, yeah, fuck me, yeah. It's like they shit off a movie. They're like, yeah, fuck me, yeah. We're like – and so at that point, I was – but ASI – okay, to be honest, I'm not going to talk bad about ASI because they should have fired me a, a while ago b- before I left eventually – ASI was a job that if you didn't fucking kill anybody or you didn't cuss at the kid that you never got fired and thankfully I've never cussed at a kid. I've cussed at a kid like under my breath and I'm like,
0: Oh hundred percent we do God that all the time. Dude, dude, dude. Every single time we're in drive through or I have a customer and I grab him in the front and You're then I'll like show the shit like, Yeah, piece of shit motherfucker. shit, motherfucker. And he didn't want to bitch. fill out a Fucking deposit slip. Like uh, how long does it take? Fill out your goddamn name, the data the date, okay, right. the amount, how much are you depositing? Oh, but I don't know my account number. Uh, but I don't know. No, no. oh, but eventually Yeah, <laughs> okay, send send, <laughs> send me the debit card. I'll fill that out for you. Okay. Uh, give me your driver's license. Just fill out your name. How much? Dude, it's not hard. These people they I okay, so I either had the young kids that never deposited in their life or uh, i have old people that know what's up and they have their own deposit tickets and then you have those 40 year old okay like mamas who, who drop their kids off at school and then they just send you money and say, oh especially these Daisy aunties oh man they just oh beta ye little. I'm like what the hell is going on dude like you can't fill out a single deposit slip even withdrawal slip I need your signature on it it's like you fill it out
1: <laughs> you fill it out like what I'm
0: like exactly like what's going on but, like, to be
1: honest, bro, like, don't most people just go into the chase and they just go into the little automated thing? and the ATM? Yeah.
0: Bro, and that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get everybody to go to the ATM. Yeah,
1: bro. Indian, Pakistan. Pakistan day was the 14th, July of August. And then Indian, that's no one that. gives a shit about India, 15th, August. Yeah,
0: and then yeah. How was your uh, Pakistan uh, Independence Day?
1: It was straight. I didn't I didn't do anything less independent than what I usually do. Uh-huh. more independent. I was just hanging out at the house so Yeah, get some it? work. Okay. What'd
0: you do? No, same old, same old. You didn't Jane. drink
1: a green Faludar? No, no, no I,
0: I'm not it. I'm not Cumber or anything. It's okay. <laughs> I noticed
1: that. He was the only one. Going he was the only hard. one who posted some shit. He was I'm going like, pretty hard about exactly. it in Pakistani independence, bro.
0: Yeah, brother. Like, he had that, uh, what? Yeah, faludars. brother. That's yeah, all I that brother. brother. Yeah, he probably got a freebie because he wore that green yeah, shirt, yeah, too. Yeah, you going to be getting the... F- bro,
1: you know who's really hardcore about Pakistan Independence Day and just Muslim shit in general? Who is? In Fredos. They're oh like yeah, bro. On so
0: I've been hitting up this guy Ram. Oh my god. So thing the is, yeah, yeah. owner of Infredos. Yeah, yeah, dude, I tried to arrange like our draft and everything with wings and like food and everything yeah. from there. Whatever, we might get it done. Uh, but I think we're thinking of Zio's pizza. Zio's is probably better, bro. Just yeah, for pizza
1: at least. Because you know? of the pizza, I've never see the thing is. I think Infredo has the best wings. Though. I have yet to been uh, been. I have yet been. to in Infredos. Everyone keeps telling me. The pizza's garbage. The wings are dead.
0: no, no, no. So the way you order at Infreda's, always get the pizza fresh and get the New York style. Get York ground style. beef on it and get pepperoni. Jesus Christ, honey, I cannot tell you. Ground the, beef and That pepperoni. combo on the New York style because it's totally thin. Right. And they make it. It's so cheesy. You have the droop in there too. It's the, the perfect droop? pizza. Yeah, dude. Fucking Jay Leno loved this pizza, bro. Thought, how was they getting You ordered all- the wrong style. You ordered the desi style, the regular, whatever. That one, that shit don't hit. Bro, okay. how
1: are they getting all these famous people up there like Jay? Le- I didn't even know he was in Dallas. He came yeah, to Infrates. So,
0: dude, he was uh, shooting an episode down in Grand Prairie, actually, for his. Uh, he has a car episode, whatever. and oh, and And yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. he was looking at a car down here. So, uh, <laughs> essentially, he was telling me that one of his producers, he's eating at Infrates. And then he, his producer recommended, hey, man, you should come down to Infrates. Their pizza's pretty lit. He came there for the pizza. Wait, did, so
1: did they shut down all of Infredas while he could like just Bro be they private? weren't even
0: expecting him or anything? Yeah, I mean like they I got think I down, think but... he went before it opened, right? No, that's what I'm saying. I think he went before the joint was like super popular. Right. You know? So I mean like now people go there every night, dude. Now it's a desi joint. He told me he didn't want to make it a desi joint. But that's why? what it's become. What do you mean why? Now he told me it's a niche market and now that's what he wants to hit. Niche He's not market. wrong. Yeah. Dude, dude you see they see people it's like a hangout spot for like everybody now you know
1: but that's good though if it's his name has been made mm. so now he'll always get business bro. Because starting a restaurant is hard yeah and bro. that's the
0: thing you know and this is natural publicity it's not like he paid for any of this you know it's it, he just showed up there
1: yeah he did he just started sh- he showed up and then bro the thing is i think what messed him up though was Eid where he was like everybody yeah. gets a free complimentary pizza and a cock like What the bro, hell? Once you see free gets
0: a complimentary pizza? No
1: no it's it's it was one pizza per table or something like uh, that. It was something free. It yeah. was basically and if no, they you back
0: he doesn't have capacity to he can that's like sixty what I'm saying, people bro, on but
1: that. on Facebook he was like apologizing like oh bro I'm so sorry yeah. for all this. But
0: see that's one thing he's really good at like Facebook comments and everything yeah. dude like his marketing. Like if he fucks up he told me this too. Like he told me that Essentially, he knows, like, whenever it's busy in here, he knows that a chef's going to fuck something up. Something's yeah. going to happen. Something's going to mess up. It's the food business. Dude, That's what some, happens, some yeah. things you don't cook right, you don't cook it enough. Sometimes it's, it doesn't hit right, you know? So, I mean, like...
1: Uh, he, he tells yeah. his chef
0: Look if you fuck this up I'm gonna fuck your mother I'm gonna fuck your sis- uh, sister too So he's like straight up Damn you know? So he's straight, straight up Hand-toed mother-toed yeah, All hand this kind of shit. Like, Damn he, he said that eh, If you fuck it up again Cause you know what He fucked up my wings It wasn't hot enough And like I was testing out the wings And he was like Yo bro no no Put it back And then he brought it back And then and So know? it was fresh it was fresh, dude. So when dude you went, great. it was Ramzan, or when did you go? I so I didn't get the initial hit. So I, y'all went in Ramzan. Y'all didn't. Like no, I it. never went.
1: I know. Well, I mean, your crew went. Yeah, they. Your uh, boys. Yeah, I think everyone has gone once now at least. I still, yeah, like, yeah. I have yet. So to in get the it, beginning,
0: but, they said it was like breaded wings, but dude, it's the opposite of breaded wings. It is breaded wings to the point where I mean they're not breaded because like dude, the wings themselves are huge.
1: Bro, so, yeah, I saw that the... So, what is a... What's a breaded wing versus a not, Is no, Aren't all no, no, wings so, breaded?
0: No, no, no. So, I mean... Then how do you make
1: it, like, crispy and no, shit? No, they
0: are breaded. The difference that infretas is, is that they're bone and bone out.
1: Okay, so... So, the, you can
0: get boneless or with bone. So, say, the boneless say, are, like, tenders. Name. Versus Acha, Acha, if you Acha, get Acha. the bone, I mean, it's like a traditional wing.
1: That's oh, it bro, because I saw that shit. They look like fucking... T Rex biceps like that shit looks yeah. pretty big, bro. No,
0: yeah, no, they they are, I'm telling you. And that's a, that's the reason why. I mean, like, they're a little more expensive, but dude, his flavors hit too. Very good flavors. They got the lemon pepper, buffalo, mango habanero to the buff uh barbecue. Dude, my personal favorite, the spicy Parmesan.
1: Bro, so Hamza, you go to Chicago pretty frequently. Like what do you think about their wing stop out there? You like it?
0: I've been there twice and I've been to Chicago twice. Really? I thought you go to Chicago a lot. No, nah, actually, Chicago, dude, first time I went was, what, six months ago when we were on the... That was more, more like eight months ago, dude. That, I was like a,
1: that was like a family trip or what was it? Oh, no, 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 for Yeah, yeah, yeah. You went for the Shemadar Yeah, we again. were
0: in a van, dude. 18 hours, 18 hours back. That was yeah. fun, dude. I drove that truck for 30 minutes at least. Bro, were you... 5 in the- o'clock in the morning, everybody was dead. <laughs> I don't know how I drove that thing, dude. It was pitch black outside. <laughs> no, dude... And Daniel was like, yo, you can drive, right? You're okay. You're okay. Dude, I'm just driving. I'm like, yeah, dude, I got it straight. I think so. Dude, there is, like, construction going on, and they made it into one lane. So there's only, like, a white line next to me, and then uh, uh, there's a ditch. So either I could be in the ditch or I could stay within the white line. So it's, like, and it's 5 o'clock in the morning. I cannot see shit. I can't see. I am blind in the morning. And, dude, I haven't slept this in 18 hours. Or... This dude, snowing? no, no, no. This was our trip, Chicago. Yeah, it was
1: in November, right? It we're wasn't just... November. No, no, no. no it, it, was it was October. It was October because Muharram last year started. Yeah. So, like, I think I think Maharam – like, I think Jalem ended before Thanksgiving because we were all at Mam's house and we didn't have to go to, a, like, a mudless or anything. Yeah, yeah. And so, bro, I've driven to Chicago – Two or three times, it's a fucking terrible drive. It's like, a terrible
0: I drive. There's it, nothing man. on the way. It's
1: like eighteen hours. It's okay. It's supposed to be fourteen hours, but it Friday takes, it takes around eighteen, 18 hours. hours.
0: Hey, so I'm, I did it with the fam recently, maybe like a month or two ago. No, beginning of uh, July, July Fourth weekend. Yeah, so we did the drive. We killed fourteen hours with stops in fourteen hours. So that because I was so going. Just you and your dad back. Bro, yeah, so I was going ninety-five. He was going eighty-five.
1: Okay, so pretty, bro, like. The last time, and then we
0: had ways on, so we got all 12,
1: bro. The last, the bro, the thing is like you get through Oklahoma so fast, it's like, Oklahoma bro.
0: But see, you and- hit that one point in Oklahoma where you hit the town road, uh, the country road, and then yeah. it's like the highway is going through the city, so you have to stop for the lights. And then, yeah, dude, the yeah, speed yeah. you have to watch out because, dude, you're going it's 60- a speed trap, yeah, it's a speed trap because you're going it- 60, 50, 45, 40, 30. 25 they know what
1: they're doing they're trying to catch people they know people are in a rush i'm going 85 90 and
0: then i'm looking on ways 12 is right there i slow down i know what's up but dude that's how they get you yeah one person who doesn't have ways they're gonna get them dude
1: bro oklahoma was fast and then goddamn missouri is such a long-ass fucking state bro like it's literally like missouri like all you like you get past oklahoma all you see is fucking corn that's corn, true. corn, 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 corn Even when you hit Illinois, bro All you see is fucking corn, bro You see corn, 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 corn Oh my god, it's fucking Chicago like you, yeah. Like, you. And once you get past Missouri Like it's all corn until St. Louis St. Louis I remember last time uh, Last time we went to Chicago With our friends It was like 2016 I want to say So it was me, Sahur Hur, Irtiza, Sarmad And Bilal. So that's six people in one fucking car. And we were driving Bilal because Bilal was going to go start his new life in Chicago. He was going to go up there for school and shit. And so when we went, uh, bro, we were driving and we got to St. Louis and we had to go read Namaz. So we're outside of a ghetto. Like St. Louis is pretty fucking ghetto. Like it's pretty hood. Like we were there at late at night. And, like, it's one of those gas stations that, you know, it looked like a scene off Grand Theft Auto and shit. Like, you go in, and the gas station has, like, a light – I mean, not a light, like, bars on the outside. You have to slide, like, your money through the door, and then they give you those Mm. cigarettes and that kind of shit. So it's a pretty bad fucking location.
0: Yeah, it's like uh, Papa would remember, Kroger.
1: Oh, bro. Bro, I changed it. I recently changed his name in my phone from Huston Kroger to Huston Papa. I Uh, had Huston. That's official. I had Huston named as Hassan, bro, he hasn't worked at Kroger for like eight years, and I saved his name as Hassan Kroger, but anyways, so we get there, and then there's just like some guy, like we're trying to read Namaz, we're trying to pray outside, like outside of the gas station, it's just, it's fucking like, I think it was Fudger time, so it's like four or five in the morning, because Fudgers earlier over there, and we just see like, uh, we're like, we're taking shifts, like two people are reading Namaz, two people are watching out, two people are reading Namaz, two people are watching out, so I was one of the people that was watching, it was like me and mother watching out, and these guys come up to us. These black guys come up to us. They look like fucking crackheads. And they're like, yo, man, what is that shit? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, what's that shit that they're doing over there? What is that shit, man? And I was like, oh, they're praying. And then uh, the guy looks at his friend. He's like, yeah, man, I fuck with that shit, bro. I fuck with that <laughs> shit. And then they started reading the Namaz
0: with us, bro. Oh, oh wow. They started, Whoa. Reading, they, started Whoa, they started reading Namaz. They're like, yeah, bro, I fuck That's with that shit. That's a 360 turn. He's like, bro, I fuck with
1: bro. <laughs> I fuck with that shit, and we were like, oh, cool, and then we just left, and they didn't bother us, bro, because I think, I think, like, low-key, like, if you go to a hood or you go to, like, a ghetto, like, a lot of those people respect Muslims, and with that, we're done, man, this is the fucking podcast, yeah. right, Hank and Honcho Show, all right, we're yeah, out, everybody, signed, thank
3: you. Out.